7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Wow. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, some very unfortunate things to talk about. Um, we'll get to later, of course, the latest uh, uh, NRA-sponsored uh, massacre in Florida. Rain has a breaking story about that, which is interesting. Um, and, um, uh, and terrifying and awful and horrible. Uh, and, but, uh, yeah, uh, looks like, uh, Trump Russia just got kicked up a notch. Everybody, the Russian investigation, 13 indictments of Russian nationals today who were working with unwitting <laughs> Trump cultists. They don't have any wits about them. So I'm not surprised, uh, on that, but then again, Mm, they might be lying too. So anyway, uh, before we get into that, of course, I would like to welcome aboard my co-hosts, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. I'm coming to you from St. Petersburg tonight. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Dasvidaniya. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I think it's Russian. I think it's goodbye, so. but who knows? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Vodka. <laughs> Uh, and of course, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC, or maybe, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe Siberia. No, in Washington, DC, I just want to say I did not have collusional relationships with Russia. <laughs> you need to get a little hotter on your mic there, rain. I did not have collusional relationships with Russia. <laughs> All Sorry, right. is that a little better? Is that better? Yeah, you're still, uh, yeah, you're, you were a little quiet there, but yeah, I think that should be good. But, um... What the hell, guys? What the hell? I got no idea. I mean, this is... Of course, you know, they're, they're, uh, the Trump cult is all spiking a fake football at this point. <laughs> they're like, oh, this proves that there was no collusion, because everybody was too stupid to know that they were working with Russians. <laughs> um... Oh, no, no, it, it does not exonerate anyone. It does. And I saw Trump cultists on Twitter today. Uh, it Well, let, let me save that. Let me save that. Let, let's get to the audio because uh, and if, if either of you want me to pause at uh, any point, I have um, uncut audio from the six minute um, um, our, our real attorney general, Rod Rosenstein. Um, yeah. Since uh, we don't really have one, uh, since the little elfy elfy dude isn't allowed to, you know, 
touch anything Trump Russia. But yeah, Rod Rosenstein. What's that? Recusionary elf. Yeah, recusionary elf. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm chewing. I'm an idiot. I put a carrot in my mouth like a minute ago, and I'm like, I can't crunch this up. Um, <laughs> so, if if you want me to pause at any point, um, in this, just say something because it's a long clip. But uh, and I'll probably pause at a few points too. So here we go. Rod Rosenstein gave a press uh, conference today, and this is what he said. Good afternoon. A grand jury in the District of Columbia today returned an indictment presented by the special counsel's office. The indictment charges 13 Russian nationals and three Russian companies for committing federal crimes while seeking to interfere in the United States political system, including the 2016 presidential election. The defendants allegedly conducted what they called information warfare against the United States with the stated goal of spreading distrust towards the candidates and the political system in general. Yeah. Boris chuckled gleefully. Yeah. <laughs> Boris did chuckle gleefully. So, information warfare, folks. Yeah, um, he said warfare. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want everybody to remember that going forward. He said sure. warfare. It's very important to know, and to to just it also, uh, it, it should be noted that uh, uh, the Trump administration still doesn't think it's necessary to put any sanctions on Russia, right? Oh, I thought they were getting to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, he's got to get his Happy Meal. Yeah. Then, he, oh. then he'll happy get to meal. it. Yeah, it's at the bottom of the bucket. Oh, here you go. Here you go, Joe. I, I made this last night. Let's have a short. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the extended of happy cut. Meals, speaking of Happy Meals, today McDonald's got rid of the cheeseburger from their Happy Meals. Cheeseburger? No. So I'm thinking Trump is unhappy about that too. Probably. Um, he got rid of it altogether, or just in the Happy Meals? Did you give just me a toy? Happy Meals. Did you put a toy for a boy in this? Did you? Because I'm a boy. <laughs> All right, back to Rod Rosenstein. Uh, According to the allegations in the indictment, twelve of the individual defendants worked at various times for a company called Internet Research Agency LLC a Russian company based in St. Petersburg. The other individual defendant, Yevgeny Viktorovich Bergozin, funded the conspiracy through companies known as Concord Management and Consulting, LLC, Concord Catering, and many affiliates and subsidiaries. The conspiracy was part of a larger operation called Project Lakta. Project Lakta included multiple components not some involving Lockdown. domestic audiences within the Russian Federation and others targeting foreign audiences in multiple countries. Internet Research Agency allegedly operated through Russian shell companies. It employed hundreds of people in its online operations, ranging from creators of fictitious personas to technical and administrative support personnel with an annual budget of millions of dollars. All right. And once again, Boris chuckled gleefully. <laughs> yeah, um, this is nuts. This is what we expected, or at least what I hoped for. 
Oh yeah. And I hope I sound a little bit better now. You do. You do. Um, okay. Well, well. Here's the thing: is I, I didn't think it was going to be like the TV show The Russians. I didn't think there were actually going to be stolen identities of people working. I thought it was just like, you know, secret meetings and, you know, electronic, you know, communications and things like that. I mean, and, and yeah. you have to, and mm -hmm. we have to understand too. Um, well, there was, there's that other guy. Um, and I don't think Rosenstein, Rosenstein mentioned it in, in this, um, but there's that other guy from California who confessed. Uh, do you remember his name, Rain? I don't have it in... in uh... Uh, Pud uh, oh, no. Uh, Pinedo. Pinedo. Richard Pinedo. Pinedo. Yeah. You say um, Pinedo. I say Pinado. It's the Pinedo Let's Tornado. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, this is... Uh, so So he... And if we found... we were We were all looking for information on this guy earlier on the inner tubes and we found out where he lived according to the uh the uh charges and the plea uh what city he was in and i did a search for his name in the city and it came back with um he was a tax preparation guy and wouldn't you know it yeah he got caught creating uh it was stealing bank account numbers and in working on, um, you know, uh, uh, circumventing uh, more traditional channels to, to, you know, like PayPal and stuff like that. Um, but who it, was founded by Peter Thies, who is a Trump advisor. Hmm, that's neat. But it was also founded by Elon Musk. Yeah, who left Trump. Who left Trump. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They got a divorce. I mean, I'm not, you know, I just find a car it into space. And he threw a car in his face. When you found when you found that link, and you found a couple of other links, and I, I said to you, I was like, "If this is the same guy, those two things that you found, that's this guy." Yeah. And it turns out it was this guy. Peter. Yeah, because the other one was a tea party <laughs> for uh, what Ventura County or something. Yeah, he it's San San Paula is in Ventura County. Yeah. I think it's the same dude, but. I don't see anybody out there saying that he was an accountant. Yeah, I haven't I read, seen it yet. I read, you know, the Newsweek article saying this guy got caught. He just, and, and what I'm reading is that, you know, he just kind of did things and didn't do any background checks to his clients and didn't mm -hmm. really care. But the bottom line is that he's an accountant. Well, and, and the, the reason why I brought like him... an important point. Yeah, and the reason why I brought him up early on in this, and we will talk about him later, is because, okay... If there were Russians, 13 in all, in this country pretending to be American citizens, they had to have more, they, they, they had to have a network of Americans that they were working with. Yes. Mm -hmm. And is it weird that the first indictments were people like Paul Manafort, Manafort, <laughs> Manafort, uh, Manafort, and in in Michael Flynn, and mm -hmm. and, Papadopoulos. Uh, and Papadopoulos. Um, you know, it, it, they had to be working with Americans to be able to uh, to get embedded like that. 
you can't just appear as an American citizen without some kind of help. That's just that's just not possible. You know, that's why undocumented people, you know, hide, you know, in this country. They don't really come out in the open and, you know, go up and say, Hi, I'm Joe Blow. I would like to work at, you know, your campaign headquarters, <laughs> you know. Um, so, so this is, this is, you know, uh, just a crazy, huge operation. Um, and, and so that's why I'm, I, I, I mean, it's a better movie than I could have ever written. Yeah, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. And, this and again, amazing. The, I, I had people on, I saw people, these Trump cultists on Twitter, these dimwits, you know, like, well, now that the Mueller investigation is almost over, I feel confident that we are 100% vindicated. It's like, who the fuck told you it was almost over? I heard people saying it was almost over when low-level Manafort and low-level Flynn volunteers, you know, coffee boys, you know, all, the, yeah. all this bullshit. You know, it's, oh, oh, see, it's over. Is that all you got? Is that all you got? Is that all you got? No, there is so much more coming. If this happened... And Tell me there's yeah. nothing more. This, I, I told I told you guys, I told a couple of other people, I printed this out today. And I knew, you know, after this came out, everybody would be doing their assessment, which is fine. I've, I actually got distracted by assessments. This is damning. This is damning. And if people want to say it's not damning to the Trump campaign, mm -hmm. fine. I can live with that. What it is damning is to every one of the Trump humpers. Mm-hmm. Who pushed every one of these MAGA bullshit groups and all of their fake stories. Yeah. Literally. The fake stories that were put out there on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram is stunning. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm blown away by it. And everything they did, everything they did was against Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. I yes. mean, Joe, you saw the hashtag list, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, even you know, besides Trump, they named uh, Bernie Sanders, mm -hmm. and they named Jill Stein. Yeah. So let's let's keep that in mind because they also benefited from Russian collusion. Yeah, they sure did. And, yeah, but Bernie and, might not have known about it. Um, I well, think I'm Jill not, Stein did. I know they're, you're not. They're, not. they're not saying anybody. You know, actually, in his indict in this indictment, anyway, he's not saying anybody knew about it. Mm -hmm. He said unwitting. Okay. That's fine, but let's not forget that everyone who was uh, swayed or got all worked up from fake news items about what might have been happening at a at a uh, a particular primary site or yeah. you know with the chairs being thrown and all that, all that was tainted by Russian interference. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And it and let's not forget that. Okay, and yeah. all the Bernie bots who were on saying, "Oh, look at what the Hillary people are doing," were probably a lot of that was probably uh, being swayed by Russian bots. Yeah, yeah, they were. They well, were, and, and here's something important though. At this point, we can talk about Russian bots, and I think that is important. But this indictment proves that these are actual people. Yes, and, and you know, one one thing that came to mind when I saw you know 
you know, Trump saying, oh, I'm vindicated. It doesn't say anything about collusion. It doesn't say anything about this. It doesn't say anything about, uh, you know, that. Well, you know no. what? Th- this, th- these indictments don't say Kenny Pick's cats prefer kibble over wet food. <laughs> And you know what? It, it, you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't say that anywhere in there. But guess what? It doesn't make it true because mm-hmm. they like wet food more than kibble. Uh, Let me you know, tell you. It's, <laughs> something, something it's, else. So, so I mean, there's all kinds of things that aren't in this. In exactly, they don't have to be in it because it's one exactly. thing. And that's. I'm sure you're going to play that part from Rosen, R- Rosenstein or Rosenstein. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, because uh, that's Im- that's really important. What you're saying. Yeah, you know. Uh, at the very beginning of the Watergate hearings, the very first week of the Watergate hearings, the entire week was taken up with organizational charts. Oh. And I sat there thinking, is this it? Is this what they're going to do? They're going to tell us who worked in the White House and who had responsibilities? <laughs> and I was getting very frustrated. I called my friend who worked on the McGovern campaign with me, who was working at the Department of Justice at the time. Yeah. And I said, you're a lawyer. What the hell are they doing? And she said, Joe, they're building a case. And this is how you build a case. She said, you have to be patient. She said, what they're doing is laying the foundation for how things flowed, who was responsible for what, where people were in this West Wing. And it's going to become important later to have this foundation. And what this indictment did standing alone is like a bridge between two land masses okay yeah what today's indictment did was build pillars the bridge isn't there yet they haven't connected trump the one landmass to the russians what they've said was there was a conspiracy yeah and and, and you know to to your analogy to your analogy joe uh flynn manafort and um Papadopoulos, that was the groundbreaking ceremony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, 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 we're all anxious for the ribbon cutting, but that's not coming, yeah. right? <laughs> I, I will, uh, I have to afford you a, uh, 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 uh no, we'll, we'll just, we, we're not going to mess around here. Just straight to the, straight to the All right, let, let's get back to this, um, uh, Rod Rosenstein, um, audio. The Internet Research Agency was a structured organization headed by a management group and arranged into departments, including graphics, search engine optimization, information technology, and finance departments. In 2014, the company established a translator project focused on the United States. In July of 2016, more than 80 employees were assigned to the translator project. Two of the defendants allegedly traveled to the United States in 2014 to collect intelligence for their American influence operations. In order to hide the Russian origins of their activities, the defendants allegedly purchased space on computer servers located here in the United States in order to set up a virtual private network. The defendants allegedly used that infrastructure to establish hundreds of accounts on social media networks such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, making it appear that those accounts were controlled by persons located in the United States. Boris chuckled gleefully. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I got to keep doing that. Uh, <laughs> did, did you all hear that? They had an IT department. They had a finance yeah. department. 
they had it, this sounds like they were Fox News. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I mean, it sounds like with with the exception of a studio, this sounds like a an organization created to it doesn't sound like it. It did. It turned out fake news. Yeah. An IT department, a graphics department, um research department, mm-hmm. finances, all of that. Well, and, but instead and, of having a studio, they grind. They just push this stuff out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And, and they're still doing it. They're still yes. doing it. Last mm-hmm. night, last night, I caught one. I caught me a troll, everybody. <laughs> on the story uh, that we're going to be talking about later, uh, but the school massacre, um, this asshole by the name of Elise Darner who is a very uh, attractive, buxom-looking lady who uh, made sure that, you know, this person made sure that the cleavage was very centered on on their user pick. So I'm like, let's see how many other pictures they have of themselves. None! That is so crazy. Why would this stunning woman only have one picture of herself? Um, uh, so uh, so the, uh, Elise Darner... At Elise Darner Five, I've has been reported uh, to um, multiple outlets by me. Uh, put all of this is fake news. This is a false flag created by the deep state. George Soros funded this massacre. So, oh yes, it's fake news. It's a false flag, but it's a George Soros funded massacre. I don't know how any of that works, but whatever. She got you one know, like. I, she got one like. So I, I did a little research. I said, said nice Russian bot account, Boris. Where'd you find? Was steal the picture from? <laughs> I did a reverse Google search, and I found um, a South American model who has an Instagram account, um, <clears throat> who doesn't speak English, um, doesn't speak crappy broken Russian English like this, um, and and I reported this person to. The, the model, uh, and uh, on her Instagram, I somehow must have an Instagram account because I was able to log in and just say, hey, this person's using your picture running a fake account. And, uh, and I reported them to Twitter. Still haven't blocked them, to my knowledge, but yeah, they're still out there. Yeah. It's, in- it's interesting. I actually had that experience this morning. I didn't get a chance to share it with you guys. Yesterday, I posted an image of, you know, Donald Trump complaining about, you know, mental health and, you know, saying that the Florida shooting was about mental health. And right next to it, I'm sure you've all seen it, I juxtaposed it with when Donald Trump's, you know, got rid of the Obama era rules yeah. about people with guns and mental health. I made that I made that image public because I felt like it was important for other people to see it. Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning and saw sometime last night some dude named James Emery. Sounds said this legit. was fake news. I think he said Soros and libtards and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. I clicked on his account. His his um, cover photo was a whole bunch of semi-automatic and automatic weapons. Yeah. So that was like a tell. And then I noticed mm-hmm. James Emery had no friends on Facebook. None. Yeah. Zip. Zero. Yeah. Oh, oh. And not only that, but this uh, this troll that I ran into, they started their account yesterday. Yeah, I didn't see when and, James and, started his. But and no. not not just that, but you want to know how much of a bigger tell it was that this person isn't. Uh, I mean, they they must have whoever this troll was picked an American city 
So they picked Atlanta, Georgia. And Mm -hmm. everything they followed was like every news channel in Atlanta. They just obviously did a search for Atlanta, Georgia on Twitter and followed everybody, uh, you know, and they followed John Conyers. (laughs) Uh, uh, what okay that's the wrong black guy from georgia yeah you know so lewis georgia oh oh uh, yeah you're right i'm sorry uh my apologies um yeah john lewis my i'm sorry that's an ignorant mistake on my part okay uh but yeah it was john lewis (laughs) um so um uh but uh so anyway, so we followed all these different, um, you know, all these different, you know, uh, local news channels and sports teams and stuff like that. Just like, just like, you know, paint by numbers, you know, yeah. what to follow. It just was like so- real American. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Horace chuckled gleefully. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, let's get back to the Rosenstein audio because there's still a, a hefty amount of it. Uh, here we go. They used stolen or fictitious American identities, fraudulent bank accounts, and false identification documents. The defendants posed as politically and socially active Americans, advocating for and against particular candidates. They established social media pages and groups to communicate with unwitting Americans. They also purchased political advertisements on social media networks. The Russians also recruited and paid real Americans to engage in political activities, promote political campaigns, and stage political rallies. The defendants and their co-conspirators pretended to be grassroots activists. According to the indictment, the Americans did not know that they were communicating with Russians. After the election, the defendants allegedly staged rallies to support the president-elect, while simultaneously staging rallies to protest his election. For example, the defendants organized one rally to support the president-elect and another rally to impose uh, to oppose him, both in New York on the same day. On September 13th of 2017, soon after the news media reported that the special counsel's office was investigating evidence that Russian operatives had used social media to interfere with the 2016 election, one defendant allegedly wrote, quote, We had a slight crisis here at work. The FBI busted our activity. So I got preoccupied with covering tracks together with my colleagues, end quote. The indictment includes eight criminal counts. Count one alleges a criminal conspiracy to defraud the United States by all of the defendants. The defendants allegedly conspired to defraud America by impairing the lawful functions of the Federal Election Commission the United States Department of Justice, and the Department of State. Those uh, organizations of the U.S. government are responsible for administering federal requirements for disclosure of foreign involvement in certain domestic activities. Count two charges conspiracy to commit wire fraud and bank fraud by Internet Research Agency and two of the individual defendants. And counts three through eight charge aggravated identity theft by Internet Research Agency and four individuals. Now, there is no allegation in this indictment that any American was a knowing participant in this illegal activity. There is no allegation in the indictment that the charge conduct altered the outcome of the 2016 election. I want to caution you that everyone charged with a crime is presumed innocent unless and until 
proven guilty in court. At trial, prosecutors must introduce credible evidence that is sufficient to prove each defendant guilty beyond any reasonable doubt to a unanimous jury. The special counsel's investigation is ongoing. There will be no comments from the special counsel at this time. This indictment serves as a reminder that people are not always who they appear to be on the internet. The indictment alleges that the Russian conspirators want to promote discord in the United States and undermine public confidence in democracy. We must not allow them to succeed. The Department of Justice will continue to work cooperatively with other law enforcement and intelligence agencies and with the Congress to defend our nation against similar current and future efforts. I want to thank the federal agents and prosecutors who are working on this case for their exceptional service. Yeah, so again, just because it's not in there doesn't mean it ain't coming down the pike. Thank you. I'm yeah. so happy you said that. Because that's what the right wing is. They're they're clinging on to that. Oh, no, you know, nobody, no, no Americans. Well, it doesn't no. matter what the right wing clings to. At because, this point, that's true. Because, because Mueller is just popping along. But I just made a connection there. I must be really stupid. Richard <laughs> Pinedo. <laughs> Richard Pinedo. Pinedo. You say Pinedo, I say Pinedo. Yeah. But um, uh, what was he indicted for? Uh, oh uh, uh, I wasn't it was it I uh, something along the lines of like identity theft and identity and, theft and, yeah. Uh, yeah I have and, lost and, that paperwork and what did the indictment of these Russians say oh yeah they identity were doing theft. he was helping them yeah stealing identities exactly of American citizens so I think it might have been uh, if he wasn't helping them generate their identities he was at least helping. Uh, funnel money in illicit ways to get this thing off the ground. So I have a well, feeling. A he, uh, I, I have a ahead. feeling there's a lot more people involved in in helping with the fake identities and stealing. You know, but I mean, it, and if it's true, th this guy was a tax pre preparation dude. All his mm -hmm. old clients, he kept all that information. He stole their social security numbers. Mm -hmm. He stole their mm -hmm. routing numbers. He stole, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, everything. Social security everything. numbers. Yeah, mm -hmm. but here's the here's the th important thing about him. First, yes, the connection between what the Russians were doing and the and the, and the indictment with the Russians and his indictment, which was for identity theft, which was a key mm -hmm. part of the Russian uh, plot here. But also, um, he flipped. Yeah, he right? did. He, That's he real flipped. important. That's extremely important because that means that he wasn't just a guy who happened to have access. Whoa. Yo, okay? I lost my I, – I fell off the couch. No, I, I – <laughs> what's, what's going on in St. Petersburg? Horace chuckled oh. gleefully. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap he this up because we're going we're gonna to talk about him right, more right. In, in the next segment. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, he, he wasn't just somebody who had access to a bunch of social security numbers. I had an I had access to a bunch of social security numbers. I worked for the unemployment office. Sure. Had a million of them. He was a guy who had access to them and was involved in a conspiracy. Sure was. And he didn't flip. 
he didn't Mueller didn't let him plead just because he happened to be a guy selling social security numbers. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have to say. There you go. All right. Well, we got to run to the break. We're going to go ahead and we're going to listen to uh, my song Illuminati because this is uh, (laughs) this is a a naughty (laughs) conspiracy that's going on right now. Not nearly as sexy. Well, actually kind of sexy with all those Russian spies. Um, So uh, (laughs) uh, Russians, most Russians evil and sexy. I'm sorry. Uh, but <laughs> actually, there's a lot of Russians that aren't very sexy at all, including Vlad the Mad Butcher. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. Um, and uh, we'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course... No circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. (laughs) 
Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, uh, joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, welcome back. Hello, Rain. Are you there? Answer, Joe. Answer your telephone. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, in the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. First, we kill Hillary Clinton. Then we kill Moose and Squirrel. Ah, yes. Um, Chorus yes. chuckled gleefully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm telling you, and Rain, are you back with us yet? Okay, I, I that was a very short break, so it could very well be that she is she is not back. Um, uh, but yeah, this is um, this is really stunning because again, you know, Joe, that 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 fake football that the the Trump cult is spiking right now. Um, you know, they 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 did it after they're like, oh, that's it, just low level Kofefi boys. You know, with Flynn and Manafort and, uh, <laughs> um, <Manafort>. yeah. <laughs> oh, and Rain is back. Hello. Welcome back, Rain. I was feeding the puppies. I'm That's sorry. That's fine. It was a short, it was a very short break. So I, I it's, it's quite all right. It wasn't me then. All right. No, no. I was like, oh, we got to get back to it. Um, but you know, so, so they spiked the football after the, the initial indictments. They're like, yo, nothing. No, they were just low level volunteers. Right. Then. The you know the Nunez memo comes out. Oh no no no! Now before that it was you know they had uh, oh you know they were like oh the real collusion is that Hillary she went to Russia uh, and you know got this information. Oh no, she didn't hire an American firm to work with one of her allies to work with people who weren't loyal to Russia uh, to gather opposition research in a completely ethical and legal way as we do when it comes to capitalism. Get out. Well, you know, if you if you were to go back to the Steele dossier, yeah, um, it does say in the Steele dossier that the Russians do have a file on her, but it's sure. nothing like the file that they have on Trump because Hillary Clinton understands how the Russians work, mm-hmm. so she didn't get herself compromised yeah. by I don't know watching hookers pee on a bed. Yeah, she, she <laughs> Hillary Clinton notably is not into water sports. Um, so, so, you know, they spiked the, they spiked the football after that, that didn't work, you know, bounced up and hit him in the face, <laughs> you know, um, and then we really need a sound effect for, for that. Celebrating in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and then, you know, they, they tried to spike the football, uh, the fake football over, um, the, the, you know, the, the memo, see, the Nunes memo, no, and now they're like, see, they said there was no collusion, and and that people were too stupid to know they were working with the Russians. <laughs> see, <laughs> complete, we're vindicated, and now we're too dumb. 
And now, Rain, you just <laughs> shared a story for, and you just shared a story, Rain, from Slanthead Hannity, uh, oh, saying this oh, that proves that Hillary Clinton's guilty of murdering Vince Foster on Mars or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he he went right back to the Uranium One story. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> just honest to God, I took a look. I took a look over at his his twitter account today and uh, he looks he he's starting to make alex jones look a little sane oh there well that's the thing this this is there is an unholy alliance with uh, you've got fox news you've got hannity and tucker carlson and tucker carlson oh. go hangs out with alex jones alex jones hangs out with jerome corsi jerome corsi hangs out with lionel on rt and uh whoever else is on rt uh you know basically he's hanging out with putin so you know this, this is all in in if so for them to say that oh well it just shows that these people unwittingly worked with them well, you know well the no thing. we know the we know they they are very wittingly working with them in, uh, <laughs> wittingly I don't, I don't think it's Hannity's a word. report just feels it, it the headline is literally in capital letters collusion collapse and then. Mueller says Russian meddling began before Trump's candidacy. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, it, it's it's, it's that a means it's, that it's, Russia was trying to fuck up with our democracy before Trump's our America. Yeah, the United States of America missing they found, the point. They found a way in, and then they ended up working with the people that were dumb enough, or gullible enough, or willing enough. To work with yeah, them well, yeah. for a victory. And we already know that there was one meeting at Trump Tower with Don Jr. And he better be fucking sweating bullets right now. He should be. Because, you know, I, 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 I know we have so much to cover tonight. I told you guys, I printed this shit out and I was pouring over it. So when they say that the Russian meddling began before Trump's candidacy. Mm-hmm. That was the and and this indictment says it happened in 2014. So there's two things that there's a couple of things I need to just get this one out there because I, I'm busting at the seams. On September 26, 2014, Trump tweeted out, "I wonder if I run for president, will the haters and losers vote for me, knowing that I will make America great again?" Okay, uh -huh. that's important. In this indictment, it said that the Russians started meddling. In 2014, Trump was in Russia for the Miss Universe pageant, November of 2013. How convenient. Okay, he was there. That's it. That it was November 29th when he made that video. That video that I brought up here with you guys a couple of times. It's so stupid. That Emin video. Yeah, yeah. Emin mm -hmm. Alvarov. Yeah. That was done November 29th. So that basically is the end of November. That gives one month, and then boom, 2014, Russia starts to to meddle in American democracy. Yeah. I just think that's way too coincidental. Oh yeah, I, 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 I really, really do. And and even though he's not, you know, Trump is not, he, he's not let off the hook with this. He's not hmm. mentioned in this. But well. you know, it's too many coincidences. I'll tell you who should be sweating more than Don Jr. Who's that? Kush. Yep. 
because who was the head of the digital enterprise in the Trump campaign? Cambridge Analytics. And Mr. Kushner. Yep. Well, and somebody was stealing identities to make up false accounts on Twitter and Facebook. Mm -hmm. And somebody was getting those identities from somewhere. Yeah. Maybe California. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Or Texas. Maybe. The Alamo Project. Maybe. Just too many coincidences. And there's not, it's not that there's too many coincidences even. There's too many connections. There's too many roots. There's too many evil octopus tentacles. You know, this shit is, this, it's, it's a, again, it's like, you know, a 40 piece jigsaw puzzle and we've got 25 pieces put together. Yeah. You know, somebody made the analogy today about a jigsaw puzzle, Ken. Oh, they yeah. said it's almost like you had a 5,000-piece jigsaw puzzle, and we don't have the box cover. <laughs> now, there you go. Well, yeah, you know, I guess... I, the, no, you know, uh, I think that's dumb that it, for me to say 40-piece, because it is like a 5,000-piece jigsaw puzzle. Because there are so many ties, so many connections, so many, you know, again... What I, what rain, yeah, maybe coincidence, but honestly, God, I don't think there are any coincidences with this. Mm-hmm. I think, it, it, you well, know, there's something else to be said that there's a difference between being a conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. and this indictment, which actually proclaims conspiracy. Yeah. It's not a theory. Yeah. <laughs> and that's an important distinction, Rain. I'll tell I, you why, yeah. because Ari Melber came up with it. Said something very, very important today when they were analyzing this. He says, "She said this establishes a conspiracy, and you—that's a, a consp- legal problem, right? And once a conspiracy is established that it existed, then the problem is any, even if they are not named in the indictment, anybody who supported or continued the conspiracy." after it was initiated, are also in legal trouble. Yeah. Like, you know, obstruction of justice. Yeah. Well, let, yeah. let's... Go ahead. Finish that. Well, I'm just saying, this is this is like... This is like, like flypaper. It, it's hanging there, and now anybody who saw the conspiracy and attached themselves to it, you're caught too. Yeah. Bingo. Um, yeah, because conspiracies aren't small things generally, you know, I mean, you know, unless it's conspiracy to, you know, I don't know. Um, and they're very leaky, leaky. Something, something else in this document that I see over and over again are, is the word unindicted. Yeah. And, and it talks about willing participants and unindicted. Do you know who else was an unindicted co-conspiracy person uh richard richard nixon oh okay richard nixon was not brought up on indictments he was an unindicted co-conspirator in the watergate uh things and and i you know what they're very very careful to say unindicted unindicted unwitting witting or not they might not have known Uh that they were involved or not well but this whole crux of this says it doesn't matter if you knew or not you're still swept up well, all right, um, we got to get to this, and I play this uh, uh, for real, not sarcastically. Thank God for Fox News. 
It's Shep Smith to the rescue once again, bursting the bubble and crashing into the safe spaces of Fox Fox News, Cuck, Snowflakes, the world round. Um, and uh, Shep Smith uh, decided to talk about this, um, and it was a he made a pretty prof- uh, profound um, uh, report about this. Here's part one. If there was ever any question. Even a single question, there is no more. Russia attacked the United States of America, a coordinated, government-sponsored campaign to undermine America's democracy, eventually in support of Donald Trump and against Hillary Clinton. I'm Shepard Smith in New York. A brand new indictment indicates the Russians' elaborate online operations convinced us Americans to attend political rallies that the Russians organized. The Russians set up websites and Facebook pages and Twitter accounts pretending to be Americans and duped us into following them and friending them and retweeting them. Not me. The Russians infiltrated our system, manipulated us on behalf of Vladimir Putin, and they did it online and in person on our soil. They sure did. I will say, yes, it is also my soil, but they didn't dupe me. They didn't trick me. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to their fucking rallies. I didn't like them on Facebook. I didn't friend them on Facebook. I am a pretty good judge of character. Trump cultists apparently are not. Well, they like their own characters. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, some of the... Uh, the and, and again, I'm telling you what. I vote, I'll say it all the live long day. I voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary. But once he w- didn't get it, I didn't go conspiracy nut. I didn't start freaking out. Um, I wasn't a Bernie bot. I wasn't a Bernie bro. I wasn't anything like that. I don't necessarily like those derogatory remarks. But when I saw when the people, the, when the, the the former Bernie people, and I know they were former Bernie people, came knocking on my door and started spewing Russian talking points to me about why I needed to vote for Jill Stein and how old oh, Hillary will never let Trump win the election. You know, uh, you know, uh, no, I called him out when I knew they had been duped by somebody, you know, because they were spewing Russian talking points and saying that it was propaganda. It was all American propaganda that was that said that Jill Stein was sitting at the same fucking table with George uh, with uh, Vladimir Putin and Michael Flynn. And Julia Assange's father. It was a fucking picture. There were multiple pictures, you freaks. So, uh, so yeah. So you know, there, there were a lot of people duped uh, by things, and, and I'm always doing that. I'm always, you know, finding. You know, I, I'm a very, I have a very critical eye about things that I see online, and I'm always like, you know, calling people out for posting fake shit. And it's like, you know, and if I'm unsure about something, I'll go to Snopes, and it's like, nope, that's not real. Don't share it. Yeah, don't spread you know, it, it. That you reminded me. I, I was talking about this with Bob tonight, who will be on with us shortly. That's right. Here. Thank you for plugging. Um, Bobber will be on in hour three, <laughs> hour two. But right I remember on. during the campaign, there were stories that came about, and I think I, I think that I was a victim of this. I, I'll mm-hmm. admit it. Where it was something that it, the the article looked like Huff Post. Yeah, it, everything about it was Huff Post. And yeah. I had friend. I had a friend at one point. She's like, "You need to check that URL." And from that point on, every time I saw something or clicked something from other friends, it was like 
No, that's not Huffington Post. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I did the same thing. I shared a link, fortunately, with just the production chat last year. And I was like, oh, my God, this is huge. I don't even remember what it was. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Fake news, guys. Sorry. Um, it was like a URL that was just one letter off. Yeah, it was like ABC News Z, <laughs> you know? Yeah, there was that. There was the ABC <laughs> News. It was the Denver Post. Yeah. Yeah. And I look back at it now and I'm really, really grateful to to so many of my real, even if I don't know them in real life, <laughs> but my real Facebook friends who were not afraid to say, check that link. It mm. doesn't seem right. And I did it, too, to other people. We 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 stuck together and we tried to keep this shit real. Yeah. And at the time, we didn't know that it was the Russians doing this. Yeah. You know, uh, but the th thing is, uh, you know, and I even started making a joke of it to say, you know, Russian bots. But then I started, I really started to encounter them over on like Discuss and Twitter and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, the, the way they would type and the way they'd speak, it's like, you don't fucking know English. You just learned this shit. It would be like me going to Google Translate and trying to say, oh, you know, I'm going to type in Vladimir Putin is a dictator and I, I am Russian and I don't like him. And I put that into Google Translate and I post it somewhere. <laughs> so somebody's going to be like, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Johnny. Okay, Johnny. Whatever, Johnny. You know, because I, I call him all Boris. So they'd call me Johnny, right? So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, let, let's get to the next one though, uh, because uh, Shep Smith, uh, you know the the he he talks about the unwitting Trump cultists a little bit more. Russians came to swing states in the United States, pretending to be Americans, and tried to convince us Americans that they're part of the system, not working against it. And the Russians say, say this indictment posed as Americans and communicated with unwitting people associated with the Trump campaign Duh. to try to coordinate political activities. That's a blockbuster charge. Russians, thought to be Americans, working with Trump supporters or allies to do politics together. <laughs> the Russian investigation is the opposite of a hoax. And now, indictments against Russian organizations and persons have been handed up. And you get an indictment, and you get an indictment, and we can't wait. We can't wait. And, you know, another thing, that, but yeah, I love that unwitting, unwitting Trump supporters. I mean, they don't yeah. have any wits about them anyway, so, you know, that that's no I'm shock. I'm pretty but sure there was people who were witting in the campaign oh, that we oh, were I know. going to find out. Oh, I know, I know. Like I said, I, I truly believe, uh, you know, I love Joe's bridge analogy. These are the pillars, and the groundbreaking ceremony was Manafort. And Flynn, and uh, you know, uh, the the truckload of gravel was uh, uh, <laughs> um, Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. I don't Papadopoulos know why I can't keep like forgetting his truck name. Truck driver. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, he was a, he was a he was a load of slag. Um, so. <laughs> I think we're stretching the analogy a bit. <laughs> I like calling him a load of slag. I hope um, it isn't a suspension bridge. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So uh, <laughs> it, it, it'll yeah, we span. Be glad Chris Christie wasn't the nominee, huh? Oh yeah. It'll be the longest suspension bridge in the world, uh, spanning from Trump Tower to the Kremlin. Uh, <laughs> it'll go right over Sarah Palin's house too. 
Uh, I like, too, that the indictment said they used VPNs. Oh, yeah. You know? And, gee, there was a, a private server in Trump Tower, wasn't there, uh, somewhere? Sure was. Sure oh, was. Yeah, that was the so. one. Didn't it have pings to a Russian bank? I yes. think so. I think yeah, it did. Oh, what was the name of that bank? Most... What was the name of that bank? It was um, like... Started with an A. It was it Apple Bank or something or No, it wasn't Apple Bank. No, I swear to God, I thought it was like I keep No, but, but it yeah. started with an A. I can't remember the name of the bank. I do remember it started with an A. So anyway, um Perhaps well, one of our listeners could find out and well, tell us. All right, let's try and get to the next one. We're gonna have to save the next two for one bobbers on. Here's uh here's the next one. Uh but yeah, they were they were just buying buying property and Renting services, taking Ubers, uh, ordering pizza. <laughs> In an extraordinary and unprecedented appearance on national television just this afternoon, the Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein announced the indictment of 13 Russian nationals and three Russian companies with setting up an intricate and elaborate million-dollar-plus plot to influence American voters. Now we know how vulnerable we were and how effective the Russians became. The feds charged the Russians set up that elaborate system made to appear to originate in the United States, operated by Americans, but actually controlled, for, controlled from and paid for by Russian leadership, coordinated out of a large bot farm in St. Petersburg, Russia. This went on not from the election, but dating way back to 2013, a coordinated on-the-ground effort. They bought properties in the United States set up systems in the United States in a bold attack on the United States with a long-term vision. So I told you it was mm. Apple Bank. It's just spelled funny. It's spelled like alpha. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apple, alpha. It had a P and an L in it. <laughs> uh, does. Um, so <laughs> happy play. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, you know the, the uh, this is crazy. You know, it's like <laughs> I am totally American. I would like five pound American cheeseburger. Uh, <laughs> you know, this story doesn't. Uh, this and I'm I'm looking at the indictment. I am so with Shep Smith on this. Mm -hmm. And when he talked about you know 2013, w this indictment is just one thing. But when mm -hmm. you go back and look at the amount of people who Russians. Russians who buy Trump condos in South Florida. Yeah. And he doesn't have a care in the world about it. Well, here's, here's, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to pick up on this after the break. We, we should get back on track with the break. But one thing I want to say is, is this started a long time ago. It was an operation against America even if, you know, and Rain, I, I do, uh, I appreciate, you know, what you're saying about Russian connections with Trump. Even if they were unsure he was going to run, they didn't care because this was an operation to take down Hillary Clinton. And it didn't matter who they were, because they were even using Bernie. Oh, yes. They were using Jill yes. Stein. That's all this was. This was an operation to take down Hillary Clinton. And in my mind... All of the coincidences that, you know, aren't coincidences that come after that with Russia working with the Trump campaign and saying, you know what, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And that's how, you know, it might not have had a damn thing to do with Trump when it first started, 
but at some point they became willing participants. It's um, important to realize that the Russians, and I saw this tweeted, I put it down in my notes, I can't remember mm -hmm. who said it. It's important to note that the Russians believed that the best way to damage America was to help elect Donald Trump. Yes. And not not just that, too. Uh, the the um, uh, My theory about this is who's to say that it's it's limited to uh, it, there's no way it's limited to 13 russian nationals uh, uh, pretending oh, no. to be to be americans maybe there's a wave of indictments that are coming against russian nationals that weren't These pretending that weren't that weren't that weren't pretending to be you know that you know yeah. maybe there are indictments of actual like espionage and conspiracy for people who aren't you know who are just hiding in the shadows you know this is just mm -hmm. again one pillar of the uh the longest suspension bridge in the world spanning from trump tower to the kremlin it's also right important to remember that this is what russia has been doing since forever yeah yeah exactly so, uh, but anywho, uh, on that note, uh, yes, and also... Horace chuckled gleefully! <laughs> damn it. Um, but yeah, this is this is crazy. And we're going to get Bobber on, and we're going to keep uh, going with the Shep Smith audio. Um, we'll probably take a few phone calls during name-calling, but they have to be quick calls. I can't give everybody, like, five minutes or anything like that. Um, so uh, I might do the dickhead uh, thing where I let you get your point out, I respond and then hang up on you while I'm responding like Stephanie Miller does to me. So, <laughs> but everybody. everybody. Yeah, everybody, everybody. That's what every radio host does. I, I'm just too nice to do it, but uh, maybe tonight's the night. Maybe, maybe the Russians have turned me. <laughs> I worked with them unwittingly to hang up on people. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, Bobber. Joining this conversation about a huge, 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 huge story today. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Let's have a short... Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. 
you know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. Yes, you can even listen to us in the Kremlin if you'd like. Boris, if you're listening, we don't love you. Uh, and, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. I am an unindicted non-conspirator. Oh, good. That That's good to know. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Uh, welcome back. I, um, I am unwitting to believe that there is no conspiracy. Yes. No yes, collusion, there. no collusion. No collusion. Totally vindicated. Been vindicated a few times before. Keep getting vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, also from Four Freedoms guys, blog. Wait, hold on, hold on. Do you guys remember when, you know, having a second affair with another woman being paid off would have been something <laughs> that would uh, be so scandalous? Yeah, we'll talk anyway. about that. We'll talk about that later. Um, but uh, yeah, if we have time, if we have time, because Jesus Christ, what is going on in this world? And of course, also in Washington, D.C., also from Four Freedoms blog, your bobber half. It's bobber in D.C. <laughs> Hey Bob. Hello, I'm I'm the co-conspirator to uh, to to the non-collusion with Rain. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unwittingly, I'm sure. Um, I know nothing. Yeah, I, I'm definitely definitely have no wits whatsoever. All right, so oh, Bob, are you you were, uh, were, were you were you were listening before uh, you joined us on the program? Yes, of course. All right, so cool. You heard the other Shep Smith audio. That is good. So uh, I want to pick right up where we left off. I only have two more clips from this. Um, and uh, there, yeah, so and this is where he mentions Richard Pinedo. And, and uh, he, he actually goes through a, a, a litany of things that we've already mentioned. But, hey, it's very cool to hear it over the airwaves of Fox News. So here's Shep Smith once again. The Russian defendants allegedly used that infrastructure to establish hundreds of accounts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, making it appear the accounts were controlled by persons located in the U.S. In other words, Russian bots are very real. They engaged in information warfare. The Russians attacked our democracy. They're attacking it now. And they're coming for us in the 2018 midterms. Coming for you. The the 38-page indictment issued today makes it perfectly clear u.s investigators have since infiltrated this russian system on the ground in st petersburg russia they lay out a hierarchy of this operation clearly obtained overseas they busted the russians cold we do not know what comes next the chances that they'll ever actually face justice well that's not that's another matter but they have been called out we cannot know what george papadopoulos and mike flynn are doing in cooperating with the Mueller investigation We do not know what a third man, Rick Gates, knows in connection with his reported plea deal that's soon to be completed, we're told. And we do not know what information or documents they offered to the prosecutor to get a plea deal for cooperating. 
And now, just today, in the last hour, there is a fourth cooperator. His name is Richard Pinedo. We learned of him 45 minutes ago. He's been indicted, was two weeks ago. Actually, he struck a plea deal. He's a California man who pleaded guilty to identity fraud, knowingly using the IDs of other people in connection with unlawful activity and was paid, so, paid for doing so. He bought and sold bank account numbers to get around online payment security systems for three years. And in exchange for pleading guilty, he's cooperating with Mueller. That's four people with knowledge cooperating. One more thing. Mueller has identified at least 30 communications between campaign officials of the Trump, of the Trump organization and the Russians. But we do not know if any of those who were contacted were indicted today. Information warfare. Yeah. Uh, Bobber, or, or did things clear up for you a little bit? Yeah, at first, when you, when you first started playing the clip, it, uh, it was getting all zotsy, you know, like yeah, like a, a bad connection. I, mean, I don't know if that was Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's just on my end or if that was for everybody. Eh, it happens on, no, it, it, I, I don't know. It, it, it just happens with Skype connections from time to time. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, Rain, I know you wanted to kind of pick up on that information warfare uh, thing. I mean, for and for Shep Smith to go into such detail on this is pretty stunning. He's, I think he's the only one that went into such simple detail. Because yeah. we had stuff from MSNBC and CNN, which was really good coverage. But Shep, yes. like, he talked to his Fox viewers and he distilled it down and he made it really clear. Information warfare, which to me, I don't know if it's, you know, what other people consider it. That's cyber warfare. Yeah. We've been attacked by Russia. Well, and the in, fact that it, it's, 30- it's, I think that it's not just, I think information warfare is more appropriate because it's not just cyber warfare because it's yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. It's it's people on our like Chep Smith said on our soil, claiming yeah, you know false identities right. in organizing and uh, with quote unquote unwitting participants. They stole passports. They stole license plate licenses. They stole social security numbers. This this can't be driven home enough. This is what they've been doing. And they will stealing dri- yes and, and, identities and they're. And you got to drive it home, but even even if they stole your license, you got to drive it home. So, <laughs> but, wow. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I, you know, you know what I wonder is, despite him distilling it down and, and making it simple, I still wonder how many Fox News viewers really get it. I mean, you know, the, the, you think about the dumbasses that that watch Fox News for their information. How many of them actually get it? Is Matlock on uh, an opposing channel when uh, Shep Smith is on? <laughs> that um, yeah, could be. Murder, she wrote, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if, if 10 people get it, if 20 people get mm-hmm. it, that's more people than were getting it before. Yeah. And I, how bad this is. I'm fairly certain Shep Smith has some pretty good ratings. So, um, you know, I don't know how he contends. Uh, I, again, I'm not sure when he's on because I never watch these shows live. You know, I know the basic schedule of CNN and MSNBC, but other than that, I got nothing on Fox's schedule. I think that was like at three or four. 
Oh, okay. So, so he goes Based up against on when you Bl- found that link because that link came up real quick for Mediaite. So he's he's yeah. competing with the uh, blue plate specials at the local diner. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the early before, bird, before early bird specials. <laughs> oh man, the early bird specials. I love those. So, um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Joe, did you want to chime in before uh, I play this last one because this. Uh, Man, this this last one's great. But uh, Joe, go ahead. No hoax, no hoax. You're the hoax. <laughs> no hoax. <laughs> no hoax. You're the hoax. You're the hoax. Did he tweet that out? Did he? No, I wish. I doubt it. He's probably again. He's probably too busy. Uh, you know, uh, he's probably nuts deep in a happy meal right now. Let's have a shot. Oh, that's, that's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> right Believe now, it or not, he's at the Parkland, Florida he did show of, up. Sheriff's Office. Oh, no. really? What a what a portrait of bravery. No, I, I, I think that he, right now he's probably busy rubbing his nutsack because Melania punched it on Air Force One today. <laughs> there was a picture of the sheriff and Melania and Trump, and she made sure that the sheriff was between them. <laughs> oh, dang. I told, I got wow. respect for her. I do. Yeah. I don't have to like her, but damn. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyway. let's... Uh, let, let's go ahead and get to uh, the last clip from Shep Smith on this, and um, we're gonna. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to change the topic. Uh, but uh, it, it, you know, uh, not because I want to, because there's really a lot worse news than this. Uh, uh, but um, uh, yeah, so let's get uh, let's get back to uh, Shep Smith. Last clip here. Um, uh, just burst in Fat Donnie's uh, bubble. Oh, poor fat Donnie. Here we are. We know that uh, members of the Trump campaign unwittingly worked with the Russians in coordination regarding political activities. Unwittingly. But it's the Russians and their co-conspirators. And the Russia investigation is not a hoax. Russians have now been indicted for interfering in our election. Which takes us back to February 3rd, right after the issuance of the memo... Remember the Republican memo, the distraction memo from Devin Nunes? (laughs) The president tweeted about that on February 3rd. Do we have that tweet? And here it is for the screen. There it is. The memo totally vindicates Trump in probe. Now it says, but the Russian witch hunt goes on and on. There was no collusion and there was no obstruction. The word now used because after one year of looking endlessly and finding nothing, collusion is dead. This is an American disgrace. No, this is an American investigation, and this is not a hoax. The Russians interfered. The Russians were given sanctions by the Congress. The president has not put into those sanctions into place, and the question is why. More now on the special counsel, Robert Mueller, handing down this indictment, a 37-page indictment to Russian nationals for interfering in the United States election. The White House responding just moments ago that there was no collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia and that the outcome of the election was not affected. Fox News cannot confirm these matters. These are answers which we do not yet have. Oh, oh my. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sure Hannity probably has. Slanthead probably has some answers. 
uh, you know. <laughs> he, has, he has answers, but not the questions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Good point. Uh, yeah, so, or, or just answers to other questions. Like, yeah. uh, how stupid are you? Lizard. lizard Pretty lizard. goddamn yeah. stupid. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this is, again, uh, once again, uh, 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 obscuring or, or shattering the safe space of Fox News. And, um, you know, I, 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 I got to think that when was the last time even Trump tweeted out about um, Fox and Friends, too? Because Fox and Friends, we reported earlier this week, was giving him a hard time about Rob Porter. Mm-hmm. Oh, you he's know? had a bad week. Oh, this oh, yeah. is. It's... There are bad weeks, and there are bad weeks. My God. Oh yeah, a second affair, a Russian plot. Jeez. I mean, you know, you know, totally vindicated, totally vindicated. How? How is it totally vindicated? Because every time some piece of information comes out, you say you're totally vindicated, and then the next damning thing comes along. Well, he's not sure if he's talking to Melania or us. Yeah, <laughs> totally vindicated. Didn't do it. Fake. <laughs> Don't know fake, that woman. Fake affair. Totally fake paid affair. Her <laughs> paid her off. Fair and square. Paid her off. Uh, yeah. No so, um, and, and what, you know, before you know, before we change the subject. Yeah. yeah before ahead. we change the subject, I just want to say, you know, uh, Sandy and Derwood just reminded me. Uh, uh, Malcolm Nance is going to be on the last word with uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. Lawrence O'Donnell and on the eleventh hour, but I made this point uh, in the in the production chat today, uh, Rain, when I was talking to you. Yeah, uh, he said something very very important, knocked my socks off, which is if you look at this indictment, none of this information and none of these names came from digital intercepts or data. Yes. Farm. It all came, there is somebody in St. Petersburg, a physical person, handing this information off. I, I, okay, I, I wish we'd gotten that audio, but I looked all afternoon to see if it showed up, and it didn't. I don't know if it's St. Petersburg. Mm. I tend That's to be sad. I mean, he said St. Petersburg. Yeah, and I, I love Malcolm Nance, but I read this thing, and I tend to think that, no, a lot of this information came from the people who flipped. Yeah, I would believe that as well. Well, yeah. I just say what, what Nancy said is, is that we th- there's somebody in the Kremlin or in St. Petersburg where this troll farm was handing off this information. I mean, these are 13 specific names. Yes. Who they were, what they were doing, what yeah. the operation was, what their jobs were. And there is actually an intercept of an email that Mueller got of one of those participants telling one of his relatives, I got to work late tonight or something like that because we got to cover our tracks. Yeah, I think that was, I don't know, it was in one of the clips we played earlier. Yeah, but here's the thing, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with what Nance said, but I really do believe that whatever happened with this indictment today, yeah, I think St. Petersburg or Moscow was involved but it had to be corroborated with more than one source. Oh, and I, I do believe that that has to, that one of those sources is somebody who flipped in this investigation. I'm and it sure. could be somebody that we knew or possibly somebody that we don't yet know. 
I'm sure it's all tied together. Well, and, and that's the thing, because people like Malcolm Nance and people like Jester, um, you know, all these folks that are, are in the know in the intelligence community, they know what's coming down. They just can't say out, you know, they just, they're not going to go against their, their brothers and sisters in the, in the IC. They're not, you know, mm-hmm. like when, um, Jester said, keep the, sh- keep the champagne. Investigation. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to the take- screw things yeah. up. The important takeaway from what Nance is saying wasn't that that's the only source of the information or that, you know, people flipped, helped corroborate. The important takeaway from what he's saying is that there's somebody in Russia physically giving, working there with these people, handing off this information. (laughs) So the important takeaway here is he not only knows the names of the people who are operating on that end, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. this person knows who they were talking to. And you know, by their standards of how they judge the the how the information was gathered by for the dossier, they they probably think, oh no, Mueller's uh, Mueller and his people are colluding with Russia to get information about Russians that colluded with Trump. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, no, you're the colluder. Look at you. You have contacts in Russia. <laughs> you know. I mean, uh, uh, when it's law enforcement, you know, people in the intelligence community, that's kind of what mm-hmm. they do. When you're a businessman yeah. who's trying to run for you know president and have your children working on your campaign, um, that's 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 a no no. Right. That's yeah. The bottom line, to, to me, Mueller has way, way, and his whole team, they have way, way more information. Still, that they haven't revealed. I, I yeah. really believe this. Yeah. Yeah. I, Sandy Endurward just made that point. She said, you know, Mueller's four weeks ahead. Actually, if you look at the, the, the date of this indictment, he was two weeks ahead. All this stuff that was going on the last two weeks, he knew mm-hmm. he was sitting on this. Yeah. The whole time. There, there's uh, more. Buckle up, kids. Next week's going to be interesting. It's going to be a bumpy one. Um, yeah, so we'll definitely have lots more of this on Tuesday, uh, but we're, we are going to have to shift gears when we come back. We'll, uh, uh, we're, we're going to go to break a little bit early so we can try and squeeze in a few phone calls. Um, we do need to talk about what happened in Florida. Um, uh, we'll try and keep that brief, but there is some important information that's come out, uh, that rain found, uh, right before showtime tonight. Also, uh, Stephanie rule has some interesting numbers that Susan's Susan's jaw hit the floor last night when she heard um, this Stephanie Rule segment um, about the NRA and how much money they pay people. Um, and, uh, you know, so in, uh, mm, yeah, I'm probably going to play the Jimmy Kimmel thing too. We'll see. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. Uh, when we come back, Rain will do a, a lightning round name calling session. Um, and we will... Uh, uh, get ready to change gears here. And, of course, we're going to talk about, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, the latest um, scandal with McDougal? Trump. McDougal? Mick, Mick. Mick, yeah, Mick, something. Oh, and by the way, and also, um, uh, there are reports that um, Stormy Daniels has her own blue dress. 
Oh no! Did you hear that one? Yeah. Yeah, there are reports. It's a, it's Do we need a blue it's light? Gold, it's a gold dress, but it's uh, because it's Trump, of course. <laughs> well, no, but wait a second. I've seen pictures. It is a gold dress. Are Are you sure? I've seen pictures. I thought it was blue. Are we going to do this again, people? Uh, see, really? <laughs> Rain understood. <laughs> um, so, oh, all right. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. Uh, Bob, or, I don't know, maybe if you want to reboot during the Green News Report, that might solve your Skypey issues. Um, but uh, we're going to go ahead and run to it. We'll be right back with uh, name calling and the latest uh, Trump affair and your calls right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. It's Thursday, February 15, 2018. I think there's assumptions made that because the climate is warming, that that necessarily is a bad thing. Assumptions made by U.S. intelligence agencies who contradict the Trump administration on climate risks. The question is whether the public message that Exxon put out there to investors constituted fraud. ExxonMobil countersues against climate change lawsuits. Broadcast news still failing to inform the public about the real-life impacts of climate change. Plus, the Queen of England has had it with single-use plastic waste. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Today's snarky comment comes from commenter Joe, who writes in to say, I really wish you would just stick to the facts and drop the inane snarky comments. It's douchey. Okay, Joe. No snarky comments for anybody then. Thanks. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we are coming up on the ninth anniversary of the Green News Report. So thanks to those of you who stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to help us in our 10th year. But now, I guess... We're going to have to cut out the snarky comments, oh, says no. Joe. Oh, well, I he, disagree. That's what he says. It's douchey. Never douchey, however, are your reports. What do you have for us today, Des? Well, U.S. intelligence agencies are openly defying the Trump administration's denial of climate change. You may remember that last week, EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt tried again to mislead the American public by sowing doubt about whether climate change is as dangerous as scientists warn that it is. Is it an existential threat? Is it something that is unsustainable? So I think there's assumptions made that because the climate is warming, that that necessarily is a bad thing. Well, this week, the U.S. intelligence agencies in their annual worldwide threat assessment said it is unequivocally a bad thing, joining with federal science agencies indirectly contradicting the Trump administration. The threat assessment unambiguously warns of the destabilizing influence of climate change, like extreme weather events that, quote, raise the risk of humanitarian disasters, conflict, water and food shortages, and population migration. Further, the assessment says that climate change is, quote, likely to fuel economic and social discontent and possibly upheaval through 2018. Well, since when does the Trump administration listen to U.S. intelligence agencies? 
Is that too snarky? I don't think so. The Trump administration this week also moved to repeal one of the last unchallenged Obama-era climate change regulations, a rule that required oil and gas companies to fix and capture methane leaks from drilling on public lands. Multiple outside analyses have found that, contrary to Trump's claims about deregulation, repealing the methane rule will not actually create any new jobs. It will actually reduce the natural gas supply from public lands because of leaks, and the public will lose out on royalties from all that wasted natural gas, as much as $23 million a year. Yeah, but it will make the Republicans' fossil fuel donors very happy. Speaking of Republican fossil fuel donors, ExxonMobil is turning the tables in court and is now suing the lawyers who are suing it over climate change. (laughs) Exxon's countersuit claims that attorneys general, public officials, and environmental groups are conspiring against it. Exxon is targeting at least 30 people and organizations organizations, including the attorneys general of New York, California, and Massachusetts, who are suing Exxon over allegations that it misled the public and its investors about climate change, despite knowing the risks of the use of fossil fuels. Good luck with that, Exxon. Well, critics do suggest that the gambit is intended to harass mayors and city attorneys into dropping their lawsuits. Media Matters says the broadcast news networks are reporting more on climate change, but still failing to educate the public about its real-life impact. The analysis of nightly news shows and Sunday morning shows found that in all of 2017, a year of historic deadly weather disasters, there was indeed more coverage of climate change. But corporate media outlets focused largely on Trump and his uninformed opinions, and they undercovered or ignored the administration's rollback of pollution standards and focused even less on climate science and the impacts of global warming on people, the economy, and national security. Very douchey. Finally, the Queen of England has had it with plastic waste. The UK's Telegraph reports that the monarch is believed to be behind an announcement this week that Buckingham Palace will phase out single-use plastics like plastic straws, bottles, and utensils from its public cafes and all royal properties and will switch to compostable and biodegradable packaging for the royal family to do its part to reduce plastic waste in the ocean. Long live the Queen! For much more on all of those reports and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? at IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. It would be interesting to see. I, I will tell you this. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails 
that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. Well, let me tell you, he's a joke. There you go. Um, yeah, no collusion, no collusion. No, you fucking just did it right there. Remember? Remember, dummy? Uh, but, of course, welcome back to the program. Uh, Bobber, are you there? Bobber in Washington, D.C. How's that thing sounding for you? I'm here. Uh, things are, for the most part, pretty good. I, I think it's a, I think it's a Wi-Fi thing more so than a computer thing. Could be. Could be. So, um, it, or Russian, Russian interference as well. So <laughs> that's maybe, right. Maybe they're looking on your server for those emails. So there is that strange windowless van outside. <laughs> that's, oh just, that's just Joe. He's back from St. Petersburg. And of course, Joe, <laughs> Joe Santoris in Scranton, Pennsylvania. You took the, uh, you took the Trump Kremlin superhighway right over Palin's house and arrived in DC just in time. Welcome back to the show, sir. I, I took that new bridge. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was real quick, and it's only it's only like a dollar toll either end. Well, or or well, a dollar toll or like seventy five rubles. Um, Four thousand so. <laughs> rubles. I would like American hamburger. Uh, <laughs> that was terrible. Yes. Well, I have uh, I have easy pass. Yeah, easy Boris pass. chuckled gleefully. <laughs> Easy pass. <laughs> In Russia, easy pass you. You, yes, yes. Chorus chuckled gleefully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, oh, no, stop, Joe. Stop spreading lie and false um, news. All right. And last but most certainly not least, uh, our girl Friday, Rain, uh, from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C., also witnessing that windowless van outside the house. I heard it's filled with easy pashkis. <laughs> oh, oh, <see? laughs> yeah. oh, there you go. That's that's very good. A uh, 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 punchki joke. Uh, uh, I still got some in the freezer. But there you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, Rain, you ready uh, to do a lightning round name calling session here for, for the folks? Comrade Ken, I am ready. All right, I am Let's ready. To we'll go. We'll go. Booze. We'll go jingle free. You mind going jingle free? All right. I'm let's get that. straight to the biscuits. There we go. So our first biscuit is Mr. Adam Hebert, and then we have Bobber in D.C., who is he's currently searching the windowless van. Okay, cool. So um, he'll be back. We have Caitlin, Chris. We have Psy Guy D.C. We have Jake Colley. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. We have living on Long Island. We have Marnus. Hello, Joe. Welcome back. I'm in the van. I'm in the van. Yeah. <laughs> can can you stop hiding the punchkeys? Um, <laughs> we have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moon Mare. We have Peter in San Francisco. We have President. We have myself, Sandy and Durwood, Tim Coromal, Trojan Rabbit, and Zelda McGregor. Oh yeah, we got a uh, Zelda McGregor. There you go. Uh, I think Rocky Mountain Mike was here earlier. Was, was, was Garbsky, yes, he was. Is Garbsky still here? Garbsky and Rocky, they were here. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I think Garbsky had to go eat. Scooter Scooter Cans was here earlier, right? Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, and Tri is Trisec still here? No. I, for some was reason. He here? I, yeah, he was. He popped in for a moment. So. Quitter. Um, Trisec's a quitter. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. We, we we're forgiving of our biscuit biscuits. Um, 
So, all right. So, um, uh, I don't think anybody's mentioned any birthdays, but um, if there are any, I'll, I'll make sure we get to them in this segment. But I do want to extend the invite right now for lightning round calls on the show. Everybody can call in at once. Don't talk until I speak your name or mention your phone number. The number is 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN-THE-NUMBER-ONE-GOO. Yeah. Uh, or oog back or no oog backwards. <laughs> oh, see, so dogs didn't oh, like that. I but oh, yes. Damn it, dogs. And it, Joe, I'm not sure if you saw this, uh, but I, I I got a package in the mail the other day from or yesterday from our good friend Theo. Um, and he oh. uh, sent me the Tom Baker era hat and scarf. I, I made uh, oh. put, it, put it on a skull on my profile picture on. Uh, on Facebook, I'll share it in the group in a moment here. But uh, I, uh, I'm glad you brought up Theo. Yeah, Theo yeah. did. He he um, messaged me. He said that he is really really looking forward to listening to the podcast. But Theo is out going to watch Black Panther tonight. Yay! Good for so, him. So, like, and uh, he really wanted to hear the show tonight. Yeah, uh, Zelda is, is the first caller in our lightning round uh, phone calls. What's up, Zelda? Of course, I'm the first caller. <laughs> you are. What's Hello. up? He's over. Oh, well, just because it's expected of me, first I would like to say Peter. Oh, I see. I see. Um, yes, yeah. I will. Uh, there you go. Don't say penis. Oh, wait, I played the wrong Don't one. Don't say penis in this house. There you go. Uh, you, can't say, stick out of the way. you can't say penish that we've established a new rule. Penish. So, penis, but, uh, then. All right. Pen- penish. Penish. It, it, it's retroactive, everyone in the chat. Yeah. It's okay. He doesn't it's have to fine. play it again. It's fine. Uh, um, all right. No, I was, What's up? I, I, I was, uh, I'm looking at all of the things that I see about the horrific events in Florida yesterday. And as mm-hmm. an ethicist, the thing that has really upset me the most is, well, other than the extreme depravity of the situation, is the people who want to say things like, well, but we allow people to have cars. Like, they can have a car, and there's no control on that. Well, first of all, there is control. It's called yeah. goddamn DMV, or whatever you have. And second, a car is used for transportation, right? Uh, and a gun is just used to kill someone. I see people like, riding around on their guns. Just a weapon. I see people riding around on their guns all day. <laughs> They're like witches. Yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I just said they're like witches. I agree. It's, it's, just, it's, it's dumb. disgusting. It's it's an absurd, false conflation. Like it's it's a ridiculous thing to say. It's um it's extremely offensive when you're looking at mothers and children who mm-hmm. have just been hiding in closets uh, because their school got shot up to hear. Yeah. Well, but hold on. Yeah, we and, allow people to drive cars. Well, and and you know another thing too it was like, oh well, people will do anything. Just look, oh, box cutters and nine eleven. Guess what? Box cutters aren't allowed on fucking airplanes anymore. You can't take a bottle no, of water half the time on an airplane. And not and not you only can't that, take a bottle of water. You can't take a bottle of shampoo. In the whole you argument, take your fucking shoes off. And the whole argument with you know is out the window after their poster boy, the NRA poster boy in um in uh vegas last year 
Uh, they're like, oh, well, people will kill anybody they want to. You know, they'll just use a knife if they can't get a gun. Oh, are you, ha- tell me how effective uh, using a knife from, uh, you know, a skyscraper uh, on people on the ground. Ha- tell me exactly well, how you'll, you'll be able to kill them, like, you know, as many people with a knife. That Yeah, that was the second thing I was going to complain about, which is people who say, oh, they'll just find something else to do. Fine, ban guns. They'll just find another way. That is the worst thing I see. It's actually much worse than the first one because they say, oh, well, they'll just find another way. Fine. You know what? Show me another way. Show Fine. Ban guns and make it harder for people to be mass murderers because I'm really fucking tired of it being super duper easy. Like, make it so that a guy has to be able to throw a fucking butter knife like five million times in a row to kill 32 people in 12 seconds. Go yeah. ahead. I would exactly. prefer that. There used uh, to be a time when all their arguments laws suck. to make people more safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I say this, I mean, I'm thinking about, I read something, I read something on the internet. I did a little research. It's kind of true. Jane Mansfield got killed because her car ran underneath a tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. Right. And so government passed a law saying all tractor trailers have to have a lower bumper to mm-hmm. stop that from happening. Yeah, well, it's like seatbelt laws, too. You know, it's like yes, airbags. all of that. All of these things. On safe made... at any speed, bitch. Huh? On safe at any speed, comma, bitch. Not you personally, <laughs> but I know. the collective, no, I don't the mind collective bitch. Yeah. People like you used we to get call it. me a bitch. The collective the bottom, bitch. The point that Everyone. I'm trying to make is we used to pass laws to make things more safe for people. Mm-hmm. And now we're in a situation where this fucking Republican majority doesn't want to pass laws to make people more safe yeah well you know, the, to, to them it's just in florida today where they were trying to get another gun law through to make it easier to get guns in florida at the state level for them for them it's just any any law that protects people is bad for business and they're so pro-business that you know screw if your customers die you know the, yeah you'll another one will pop up so blood merchants yeah. well Zelda, I got I got somebody else on the line, uh, but I appreciate you calling in. That's, That's shit that I think about all the time, uh, and I appreciate you uh, reminding me to you know re- reminding us to to think about this stuff. Their arguments are total shit. They Zelda have no, is no room bitch. to speak. So, <laughs> so love you guys. Me all right, you talk to you Good soon, night. Zelda. Good night. Bye bye. So, all right, uh, Adam Hebert also on the line. And please, anybody else, uh, feel free to call in 330-536-1466 for lightning round calls. Call now or forever hold your peace. Adam, what's up? <laughs> well, uh, first of all, I thought I would give Joe a, a pointer on how to do the Boris band. I've asked him just you, moose and squato. There you go. So you want to kind of turn the second R-E-L into a W-E-L? Try that. Oh, like that might moose, work for you. Moose and squirrel. Squirrel. Yes. There you go. Squirrel. There you go. Okay. Okay. Second of all, all right. You were talking about earlier because I was I was uh I was getting my haircut at the PX. Uh, Happy and, haircut. And, and, you know, white work. Thank you. <laughs> I looked devastatingly handsome. Did you get them all cut there. or just one? But I'm, psh, uh, so. <laughs> but anyway, so you were talking about how it seemed like these people unwittingly aided Russians, and I want to point out something extremely important, legally legally speaking, which is that yeah. being a complete and total dumb fuck isn't a legal defense. 
I that you know I I kind of had that same thought earlier, like you know, it, you know, because it, it's like ignorance is no excuse. You know, ignorance is no excuse for just for like, breaking a law, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Just like ignorance of the law defense. is not a legal defense. If you break the law, you still broke the law, whether or not you knew about it. Well, I didn't know. What about, uh, what about affluenza? What about oh. affluenza? Sure. Yeah. So, I, I wouldn't mind catching a bit of affluenza. Um, yeah, I need it. Yeah, really. So, um, a- anything yeah. else, Adam? Uh, you want you want to plug your show tomorrow? I've got a couple more callers on the line. Yeah, uh, Mike Check Radio tomorrow. I still have a solid plan, but um, and a fair warning: we may be a little late getting started because I have an interview at five thirty. Good luck. That's very exciting. Hey. That's a. That's awesome. Five thirty central, so six thirty, six thirty eastern. So get, there's a chance I'll be late. Well, you know, hey, uh, maybe I'll, I'll be able to step in and uh, get you started. But uh, but anyway, amen to your job interview. Very good. Amen. Amen. All right, brother. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Yep. All right. See I'll ya. Talk to you later. All right, night, bye everyone. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Uh, Trojan Rabbit is the next on our lightning round phone calls. What's up, buddy? What's up, Paul? No bot. No bot. You're the bot. You're the bot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trojan. Hi, uh, Rabbit. Robert. Hello. Robert. 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 Uh, so, yeah, what's going I, I, on? I what's going on, getting, man? Go ahead. I hope they're getting old Sparky ready because uh, oh. it needs to be used. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, some yeah. point, at some point, people have to go down. This is treason. And that's the only proper punishment for treason you know you don't get put away you don't get put away for life you get put down period i'm really glad that you brought up treason because there is a legitimate a legitimate argument for that people have been made about treason and that treason is committed in times of war and this is something we were talking about rosenstein said warfare yeah this is cyber war Mm mm-hmm and this is where I'm thinking, I, I don't know if we have the, you know, the, the legal statutes to it, but we, we have things called cyber terrorism. And, and when I heard him say, and I saw it in this indictment that I read, cyber warfare, I think there could be a case yeah. made for treason. I really do. It probably won't happen, but there could be a case. Yeah, it, it absolutely yeah, is. It is a war, It's a, and they want to win it. Now let's go and win the war on liberty. Yeah. So. Uh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they go after something, they need to make sure that it's airtight and they can't wiggle out. So, yeah, if you try to go for something like treason, there might be an out, but mm-hmm. I'd really like to see it. You know, well. if we're going to have the death penalty, use it. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd rather it not be there, but if we've got it. These are the types of people that you got to use it. Use it for. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> See, no, here, here. I'm the happy, Jim. clappy one. And and Trojan, I know, we've talked about this. He's, he's not Jim, as happy, Jim, the 40 clappy. million volts through it. They can't hang me. They can't hang me. Yeah. They can't hang me. All right. I don't well, have a rope to get around my neck. Paul, well, well, Paul, we got a couple more callers on the line. Um, you, uh, you're going to be doing your belated uh, Valentine's Day show on uh, Paul's Memory Bank on Monday, correct? That is correct. 
It'll be Ooh. two hours of songs with love in the title. Oh, uh, should sexy. be fun. Sexy. So, and don't forget to let me know. I'm going to that record. I'm going to that record show at the end of the month. If you if you think of any uh, stuff for yeah. your wish list, I'll pick it up for you and send it your way. Okay, I haven't had a chance to think about it too much because I've been thinking about other things. But sure. I will. While I'm doing the show, I'll probably think of a few things. But, Excellent. Uh, thank you. All right, no problem, Paul. Uh, so have I have a, have I have a, a turntable that's waiting to be used. Ooh, very nice. There it is. I'll pick you up some rare 45 you've been looking for forever. Um, all right, Paul, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Looking forward to Paul's Memory Bank this Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Check it out. Okay, thanks. Good night, all. Right. Good night. Good night, uh, Michelle from Port St. Lucie, Florida, on the line, of course, from Mike Check Radio, heard every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. What's up, Michelle? Hello, my dears. Hello. <laughs> Good to hear from Hello. you. Oh, I am. I am just. I'm drained. Um, I'm completely drained. I don't know if I'm frustrated. I don't know if I'm angry anymore. It's all becoming like just one gray soup. Yeah. With everything that's happening. Yeah. It, I, but I, I am was, looking forward. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I was just gonna say I was I was getting audio from from the story from the the high school um, in your neck of the woods last yeah. night. I was I was sitting here at the computer. I'm not gonna lie. I was crying. I was crying watching this shit. You know, uh, oh, especially I, Jimmy I was Kimmel. Hearing, hearing those was, kids talk. Yeah. Yeah. The the parents. Yes. Talking about the teachers that you know the 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 you know the athletics director that gave his life and. You know yeah. the assistant coach guy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. One of these, oh. one one of these young men, I think he was fourteen, maybe years old or something. He had come here from Venezuela when he was three. Wow. And he, yes, he, I read that story. He got his citizenship. Two thousand seventeen. He was naturalized for the United States. You know, he, he got his wasn't full he citizenship. The kid, wasn't he the kid who was nicknamed Guac? What? Wasn't that the kid whose nickname was Guac? Because his full name was Joaquin. Yeah, Joaquin. Yeah, nobody could get it right. And so all of his friends just, he told all of his friends, just call me Guac. Yeah, and he, 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 hearing that story where he got his citizenship last year, you know, Mm. it makes me pissed. I'm I, I, crying. No, don't it's okay, apologize. Michelle. It's it's all right. I I've been crying on and off all day today. The Yesterday people... I was really really angry, and today I was just crying. So it's okay, Michelle. We it's all okay. know who the people are who need to apologize, and we know they never fucking will because they're they're really not human. Yeah. Um. All I can say is that I hope I can enjoy. I'm going to try to suspend reality tomorrow morning for a little bit. I could go see Black Panther. Nice. That'll piss off the right wingers. That'll piss off the right wingers. Um, Yeah, so hopefully that'll help. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Michelle, hang in there. Uh, We all love you, and uh, the miniatures are looking great. Michelle is painting my my talisman miniatures, and she just finished the Werewolf. Uh, and he, look, he, yeah. he looks awesome. I'm so excited. She sent me a picture. It's so great. I'll, I'll, I'll actually, you should post that in the chat room for everybody to look at because it looks gorgeous. So you guys take care. Talk to you later. I'm sending you a huge hug, Michelle. All right. We'll talk Thank to you tomorrow, you. Michelle. All right. Bye. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay. So, uh, Bye. 
All right, another caller. Uh, I appreciate everybody calling in like this. Uh, 307 area code. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi. Hello. Hey. Good evening. Hey, sorry. That's I had all right. You muted because I was running and my mic was probably something. This is broke. Hey, you broke. Hear me okay. Hi, yeah, broke. you sound great. How you doing, man? Hi, everybody. Yeah. Hello. This is uh. I have kind of tried to avoid the news. I've been so busy this week. I kind of, I kind, you're kind of my news source, believe it or not. And, well, uh, cool. I heard about the shooting when it happened. And, uh, sorry, I'm trying to catch my breath here. No worries. Uh, Great, take a breath. Take a breath. You're yeah, the you're sorry. the you're yeah. the only caller on the line, so don't worry about it. We can. Uh, oh, sweet. Don't yeah. Rush. So don't so rush. last call, last call. You no know, more no more calls for tonight. Broke Hammer gets the last remaining time. Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, it's yeah, so exhausting. It's it's so exhausting. I don't even want to turn on the news. Mm-hmm. I I saw the alert come across my phone, and it was going to be the same flood of media down to the scene where first responders and psychiatrists were trying to deal with these children who just had their lives completely, their sense of reality completely destroyed and what mm-hmm. they've seen, the people will never be the same. Yeah. And I think I saw on Good Morning America, George Stephanopoulos interviewed this, this young boy that took the video from inside the classroom. That's all I've watched of this entire thing. Yeah. This entire week was his keeping calm and reporting what was happening, and uh, and then was able to come together the next morning and and on national television say something has to be done. And I, Bro, I don't know if it, I don't David know if the Hawks? adults in the room I don't know if the adults in the room are going to be big enough. Somebody's got to take the lead. I, I don't care. This is not a partisan issue anymore. Somebody better have the nuts to stick it out there and finally do something. And I think the only thing that seemed to change policies and really make an impact in the past, and history is a good indicator, we better fucking learn, excuse me for saying the F word. I don't fucking I, care. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, the, the, the young people back in the 60s, the kids that gave up their lives at Kent State. Yeah. Uh, you know, the young people are the ones that are going to have to take this by the lead, and I encourage them to do a walkout and, and support my kids. If they'd want to walk out from school until some emergency stopgap has come together to protect these kids, it's mm-hmm. got to be from them. I don't know, because the adults can't do it. Let's I've give the next generation a try. That it pisses me off to no end. And then I also, where I live, uh, by the way, I have to backtrack here for a second. When, uh, Z was on early. Did she say Ephesus? The emphasis on this? Excuse me. I'm kind of a rural kind of guy. I don't have a very big <laughs> vocabulary. <laughs> and around these around these parts, creeks are called cricks. Yeah. Sure. Licks are called yeah. leeks. And Ephesus is, hey, honey, I'm hungry. <laughs> Put my sandwich down. Where are the Ephesus? <laughs> so, all right. Oh, that's good stuff. That's quality, quality stuff Sorry. there. Sorry. Ephesus. No, that's a big word. That's a big word. I like to expand my vocabulary so that I can destroy it when I try to type it in the chat. <laughs> it's <you> comical. <laughs> it's gold. Yeah. Pure gold. I should, and, I should and, screenshot. 
me texting. I'm sorry. So how are how are you doing after you you had a bit of a wipeout uh, the other day when you were running, right? I did. I took a no, not when I was running. I was at work. Oh, okay. And I spun around. I spun around to go back to the crane. We were setting a 200 year old timber frame in the middle of a snowstorm in Western Wyoming. In what month is it? February. And it was kind of stupid, but it's been so mild here and warm that we tackled it. And it's been like we're. I, I tell you right now, this area is going to burn up this summer. We will make national news, Yellowstone, Grand Teton, this whole area. It's so dry here. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, shit. We had dirt on the ground two days two days ago. Sorry, that's a whole other discussion about, you know, that climate thing that some people believe in. <laughs> I, I, don't, I think it's fabricated. That's the first time anyway, I've heard your sorry, Trump I, impression. That's pretty damn good. It's pretty horrible, if you ask me. But, you know, some people say it's pretty good, but, you know, I don't know. Some people say it's good. Other people say um, it's the best. Trump, you do a great Trump. I can't, I can't quite get as nasally on it. I love, I love when people can really get in their nose and do it. But I, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's disturbing to think about him speaking. I try to avoid really listening is. to it as much it as really I can. Is. Anyway, I have a gun coat nut on my job who is a patriot that listens to Patriot Radio, Ugh. Russell Limbaugh. He has, he has assault weapons. He's a Mormon. He, he, loves, he loves Glenn Beck. I mean, he's just, they can do no wrong. Mm. And he believes in the Second Amendment. And I say, when they amended the Bill of Rights, that it guarantees me the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of personhood or happiness, well, yeah. that, whoever did the amendment fucked up or didn't have the foresight because they were pretty good about looking down the road. Yeah. They didn't have the foresight to see what the fuck human beings were going to make and make available to people. Yeah. That is not part of a well-regulated militia. This is not 1938. The Russia, the Nazis aren't going to come and, you know, if you register that assault weapon, treat it like it's a car. Yeah. Register it, insure it, so that when people die... Then you'll get those insurance companies who make all this money and that fucking company and the NRA and Winchester Rifle and all these Remington Arms and Ruger and all these domestic gun makers. Mm. You make them responsible and they'll say, oh, we need tort reform because it's unregulated. They're going to go in there and change all these rules right now. Wyoming just did that. Mm. Passed a law through to keep international companies out. But the domestic production can still just keep on keeping on. So right. I'm sorry if I kept wow. taking wow. too much of your time. And i got to get back to my house in the next two minutes. And i got about a quarter mile to go. And I'm going to see Black Panther. Nice! <laughs> Woohoo! I'm All right, well, I got nice. your phone number saved right. in Skype. So I'll know who you are next time you call. Thank you, brother. Well, Good talking to point. you. One more point. One more point if i okay. got a minute. Real, well, uh, okay. Real, 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 real quick. You got twenty seconds. Real quick, my gun, my gun toting buddy says. Well, I said, when was the last time you used an AR-15? No reason why we need to have these things. When was the last time you used it? He said about a month ago. I said, what if you didn't have that thing? You'd get that much enjoyment out of it. Your other guns aren't good enough. Could you get rid of that one? He said, I don't want to. I said, what happened down there? Killed a lot of kids because of that gun. What's happened in other places? It's the most deadly assault rifle, semi-automatic, used in mass murders at schools. Yeah. 
What if you say yep. one life, Chad? One life. One life. Doesn't really affect me. I said, what if that life was your daughter? We had a guy that was just arrested in Arizona yeah. for trying to buy a gun who's been threatening to blow shit up here. It'll make national news. This guy's a nut job. He almost bought an AR-15 and came, and came back here. He's a nut. So, well, sorry, guys. No problem. Appreciate All right. It. Good talking to you. And uh, call call again, okay? Thank you, bro. All right, buddy. Thanks. See you guys. Good All right, bro. You. Take it Bye. easy. Bye. So, uh, I love that guy. I love that guy. What a great dude. Um, wow. So, uh, he sent me beer one time, too. Bobber. Oh. So, uh, but anyway, uh, all right, we, we, we desperately need to go to the break. Uh, when we come back, we are going to unfortunately talk, uh, I'm not going to, well, I'm, I'm not going to talk about what I'm going to play, but I'm not going to play, I'm not going to be play people who were involved in it because I couldn't, I couldn't record that audio. Um, so, uh, but we're, we are going to shift gears, talk about gun control uh, and the tragedy in Florida, uh, and um, yeah, so we'll be right back right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now on with the show. <laughs> Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And, of course, joining us, uh, as always, uh, our new uh, Friday co-host until p.s mueller makes his return to the show uh bobber in dc welcome back sir welcome uh, welcome uh, to me welcome, i guess welcome to you <laughs> <laughs> i got sorry i got, I got cut off off guard there <laughs> uh, i usually don't introduce you first <laughs> so i'm just trying to mix it up i'm to do what all right and of course bobber from four freedoms blog as well <laughs> Uh, and uh, Rain <laughs> from Four Freedoms Blog, uh, welcome back. Hi. Hello. I am still unwitting. I am. Unwitting to believe that the Russians did not help to get Trump elected. <laughs> I am unwitting. What the hell? <laughs> 
I'll, I'll give you half point for that. Half point. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that one out. And of course, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, fantastic. Uh, you wrote a fantastic article. I, I want to. Uh, I'd like you to mention before we uh, uh, roll along over on the poorly written, uh, poorly written political blog. But it's a very, very wonderful post um, about your early life and. Uh, some uh, in, uh, some amazing people in your life, and somebody who helped amazing things happen for other people. Oh, you want me to talk about that now? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, go ahead and you know, just you know, in a nutshell, tell people or, what they you know, what, wait the, what the until after post... the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just okay. in a, in a nutshell, tell people what your article <laughs> is about because I really want them. I really want everybody to go read it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, basically. Um, I just read that uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Uh, Marty Allen of Allen and Rossi, an old comedy team from the fifties and sixties. Yeah, and uh, they were on an old TV show that was uh, the biggest variety show on Sunday night. Was the Ed Sullivan Show? A really big show. And really big, and uh, you know they 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 Topo were. Uh, Gigi. Re- sorry, sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> The Beatles. Oh, Eddie. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Well, anyway, um, they're a pretty, pretty popular uh, comedic team, and um, it, it happened that my uh, mother went to uh, high school with uh, a man who eventually became a a uh, priest in the Order of the Congregation of the Passion, Passionists, they call them. And uh, he became a missionary, uh, and he went to Jamaica for a couple of years. And uh, it's a very poverty-stricken area. I mean, it's you have the resorts, and then you have poverty. Yeah. And uh, he he worked building a, a mission there. He built him a church, a school. He tried to get the medical care. I mean, he really did a great job. And uh, in our local town. My father was a contractor, and my my mother was a Democratic committee woman. And and since this was a classmate of hers from high school, she really supported his his mission in in Jamaica. And he also had a great supporter in Alan and Rossi, who uh, got to know him. I don't I don't know exactly what the link was, but they became very supportive too of his. Uh, of his mission in Jamaica in, in alleviating the poverty there and getting the medical attention. And um, it happened that uh, one time he, he, he used to try to get talent, uh, Father Dunstan, his name was, and he used to try to get talent to come to, to America and uh, uh, better themselves, you know, get, lift themselves out of poverty. And... Um, as it turns out, uh, he had these two young men who, uh, one was a great concert pianist and one had a great voice, and he thought they should get a, a shot at, uh, a, you know, a big time uh, recording career. So uh, he brought the, them to the attention of Alan and Rossi, and they never even hesitated. They used their contact with the Ed Sullivan Show. They got him. Uh, these these two boys to uh, come to America from Jamaica uh, and got them a spot on the Ed Sullivan Show even before the Beatles. 
How about that? That's amazing. Yeah, and, and they were and, and and he met them in Jamaica. Um, in right. Who uh, the 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 pianist and singer, Father Dunstan. They, met, he he brought met them, them in over. Jamaica. Yeah, he was one yeah. of their their poor young men that uh, mm-hmm. he he was trying to help. Uh, I mentioned in the article too. There was a, uh, a Chinese Jamaican exchange student. Uh, there's a there's a big Chinese uh, population in Jamaica, uh, and um, uh, she came and lived with us for the four years she was at Marywood College here in Scranton. So uh, she was my first crush. No, I, I saw that. I saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. She was she was quite a girl. And um, anyway, uh, they came to America. They uh, came to our home briefly. I put the pictures on uh, on, on the uh, article, and uh, they came to to my hometown to pick up my parents. And Father Dunstan was with them, and they all went out and met uh, Alan and Rossi in New York. And they were in the live uh, live uh, variety show that night. And we all sat home and watched uh, my parents and the boys uh, sing, and uh, it was really exciting. But my whole point was that Alan and Rossi, you know, he had just passed away and there was a obituary in the New York Times and everything but you know what it doesn't tell is that these people did a lot of things that no one ever knew about yeah but really reached out to and for no reason i mean they got nothing out of it but to mm-hmm. give two young men from jamaica two very poor kids a chance at the big time and yeah. they got it it's it's, you know? a, and, it's uh, decency that we um, you know, th- that we need more of and should be highlighted, you know, and that's yeah, I, I think meant a lot to me to read that article. It was, it was great. And if anybody hasn't read the article, you got to see little tiny Joe Santorso <laughs> with father Dunstan little too. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> you two look I'm so happy. That's an amazing picture. Oh, he was a great yeah. friend of our families, but he him and my mother used to argue into the wee hours of the morning when he'd be <laughs> at home about uh, women's right to abortion and everything and his famous line to my mother was he'd argue it to a point and he'd go you're dead and that was the end of it <laughs> <laughs> well and it, I'll tell you what you need to make that picture your profile picture on Facebook That it's a really great picture <laughs> okay so, <laughs> I'll um, switch it but no, I, re- I really appreciate that article, Joe. We need more stuff like that. I, you know, I, I always think I want to write stuff uh, like this, but that that seems like such a unique experience um, that you know. Uh, I mean, you could you could almost write a book about it. That's so cool. Oh, I so, could write a book about my my mother and father. They uh, they were interesting. You should do it. <laughs> you should do it. You have experience now in in book writing. So there you uh, go. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, I, I definitely wanted to give you some time to talk about that. Everybody, please read Joe's article. It, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. The pictures are fantastic, and uh, it, it, and that's that's a really, really amazingly cool story. You know, I can talk about how I met Vince Neil at the Gap one time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I'm sure that's touching. Um. Oh, it, it's so touching. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, 
Uh, I can tell you how much younger his girlfriend looked. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, uh, show, us, show us on the doll where he touched you. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. He didn't touch me because I sang my own song to him. Don't says, mess around with God's America. That's what I call my bod. I call my bod God's America. So um, anyway, <laughs> yes, that's God's America. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, all right, well, let's get a little serious here, uh, everybody. Um, I want to play a little bit of audio. Um, I'm going to start with with what I believe to be the most difficult audio to listen to, and uh, that is uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel talking about the the massacre at the high school in Florida. Um, And uh, this is long. I'm just going to let it run. Uh, since we're kind of short on time, we'll play a little bit more when we come back, and we'll we'll do at least one Mad Lib to end the night. Um, and I'm not going to play, like I said, I'm not going to play a bunch of audio of. Um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't record audio of of people who survived or you know family members. I, I, I as a general rule, I don't play audio from people who are directly affected in grieving on this show um, because. With our limited audience, I think it does a disservice to everyone because you've probably already seen it. And when I do it in in this format, it it seems like just exploitation. And I think everybody understands that. I don't play 911 calls. I don't play, you know, um, victims of violence, victims of terrorism. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Um, but uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I watched this last night, and I I cried and ran along with it, and I don't know what's going to happen after this, but yeah, Uh, here you go. Another senseless shooting, this time at a high school in uh, Parkland, Florida, where a gunman, a former student, opened fire yesterday. Again, 17 lives have been lost, more than a dozen people are hospitalized, and our president, as he should, weighed in on the tragic events this morning from the White House. We are all joined together as one American family. I want to pause it right there because Kimmel didn't say it, but I'm going to say it right now. He had a fucking smirk on his face the whole time he was doing this. Yeah, I saw that too. And I... Kimmel is trying to give him credit. He's trying. He's trying. I get it. I do. But he's just reading words. He's just reading words written by somebody else. And your suffering is our burden also. No, oh, mm. no child, no teacher should ever be in danger in an American school. Agreed. No parent should ever have to fear for their sons and daughters when they kiss them goodbye in the morning. Agreed. So I agree with both of those statements. And here's what you do to fix that. Tell your buddies in Congress, tell Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell and Marco Rubio, all the family men who care so much about their communities, that what we need are laws, real laws, that do everything possible to keep assault rifles out of the hands of people who are going to shoot our kids. Go on TV and tell them to do that. That's... I'll tell you something. That is a perfect example 
of the common sense you told us you were going to bring to the White House. It's time to bring it. We need it. Tell these congressmen and lobbyists who infest that swamp you said you were going to drain. Force these allegedly Christian men and women who stuff their pockets with money from the NRA year after year after year to do something now, not later. Now, and don't you dare let anyone say it's too soon to be talking about it because he said it after Vegas, he said it after Sandy Hook, you say that after every one of these eight now fatal school shootings we had in this country this year. Children are being murdered. This year. Do something. We still haven't even talked about it. You still haven't done anything about nothing. You've literally done nothing. Actually, you've done worse than nothing. You like to say this is a mental health issue, but one of your very first acts as president, Mr. Trump, was to actually roll back the regulations that were designed to keep firearms out of the hands of the mentally ill. You did that. Your party voted to repeal the mandates on coverage for mental health. So I agree this is a mental illness issue because if you don't think we need to do something about it, you're obviously mentally ill. And it is amazing to me that if one illegal immigrant causes a car accident, we've got to build a wall to keep the rest of them out. Why are you looking for solutions to that problem and not this one? Every reasonable American, Republican or Democrat, knows that something has to be done, something. And we're not doing anything. But go ahead, I'll let you finish. To every parent, teacher, and child who is hurting so badly, we are here for you, whatever you need, whatever we can do to ease your pain. Great, okay, what we need and what you can do to ease our pain and to prevent future pain is something. Eight out of 10 Americans agree that a teenager shouldn't have an AR-15. So why does a teenager legally have an AR-15? Somewhere along the line, these guys forgot they work for us, not the NRA, us. And this time, we're not gonna allow you to bow your head in prayer for two weeks until you get it all clear and we move on to the next thing. We're gonna make sure you do something this time. And if you agree with me, and maybe you don't, but if you do, here's one way you can help. Go to everytown.org. All the information you need is there, and you can write to your representatives and call them. And if they don't listen, vote them out of office. Whatever you do, do something. Because I, for one, am very, 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 very tired of this. It's entirely premature to be discussing about legislative solutions, if any. It's just not the time to dive into the politics and try to score political points. I think anybody who would politicize this shooting should be ashamed of themselves. This is not the time to have the discussion, and it's, uh, it's frankly, I think, insulting to the American public right Fuck now to try you, to Huckabee. politicize something. The reaction of Democrats to any tragedy is to try to politicize it. I'm more than happy to talk about this oh, in a few days. Oh, shoot, right Kennedy, now, not the time. There's a time and place for a political <laughs> debate, uh, but now is the time to unite as a country. This isn't a guns situation. I mean, we could go into it, but it's a little bit soon to go into it. Yeah, no, it isn't. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, amen. Amen. Uh, to Jimmy amen. Kimmel. Amen. And uh, to Trump and all those other fucking assholes. Hey, Trump, fuck you. Yeah, it's not too soon. Yeah. Go ahead. You uh, know what? Hey, hey, is it too soon to, to be talking about doing something about guns after Sandy Hook? I mean, it's been five years. I don't think it's too soon. Yeah, that's per that's yes. a perfect point, uh, Bob. You know, all right, well, 
Sandy Hook. Yeah, you by, know, by, by the time you start talking about it, there's been another shooting, and now suddenly it's too soon again. Exactly. You know, yeah, it's like I like the I politicized mean, part too. Yeah, well, I, as if the Republicans aren't politicizing the hell out of this every single time. Well, well actually, you know, and, it and should I, be politicized. Well, that is the point. Here, here's the thing. It is the point. It is absolutely the point. Here, here's uh, an interesting uh, uh, little. I put a picture. I shared a picture on Facebook the other day. Mass shooting checklist. One, send thoughts and prayers. Two, argue over semantics of the term assault rifle. Three, argue over semantics of the term terrorist. Parenthetically, if Muslim, use it. If Christian, white, use lone wolf, uh, comma, mentally ill. Uh, four, Congress does nothing but NRA increases donations just in case. Five, declare now's not the time to discuss or politicize it. Six, wait for the next one and start over. That's right. Oh, you should add one to your checklist for that little fuckwad Pam Bondi down there in Florida. No, oh, she sucks. Uh, five, offer to pay for their fucking funeral because you're not going to do anything about the guns. So let's just pay for the funerals. We'll pick up the tab. You little... Never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your restraint, sir. <laughs> yes. Uh... Yeah. I, I have a word for her. I won't say it. My wife has been saying it all day, all week. Yeah, oh, I have there. that word, too. Don't say okay. it. Okay. Okay. All right. uh, but are you going to see her next Tuesday? Bob! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said her. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I just, um, that just freaked me out when she said, we're going to oh, pay, no. we're going to pay for their funerals. But here's the thing. Why don't you I, stop I, their deaths? Yeah. Well, why do we no. have to be paying for children's funerals? I, I really, I, I, I really want one person to ask any one of those motherfuckers who said that it's too soon to say, Oh, it's been five years since Sandy Hook, as Bob pointed out. Can we talk about that now? Yeah, that that that's a brilliant point. That's a brilliant yeah. point. Because here's the thing. There's mm -hmm. been things going around on Twitter, and I agree with it. I will say this now, here, and it will be recorded in history. If I die by a gunshot or by a gun... I want you all to say it was never too soon, and I'm going to politicize the death out of my friend Rain. You know what? Um, you all have my permission, and also Rain. Amen. Amen, Amen. to you. Same thing here. Mm. I also would like to give a AR thank you to Tom. Oh, to Tom Delay. Mm -hmm. What? Oh, and Tom Delay. Who in 2004 Hot tub let the then existing ban on AR-15s expire? Thank you, Tom Delay. Good work. He's an asshole. He's he's a horrible fucking human being. Dancing with the stars, little fucking runt. Um. Anyway, yeah, um, I mean, it, it it is important to point out how many AR-15 murders, mass murders, that have happened after that ban was allowed to expire. Well, and, and here's the thing I want to say about this, too, is, uh, yeah, you know, uh, again, Zelda brought up some great points about this. Um, yeah, uh, uh, you know, people say, it's not a guns issue. Guns didn't have anything to do with it. Okay, then tell me what weapon was used. If it's not a guns issue, tell me what weapon was used. 
It was a gun. It's a guns issue, you fucking freaks. Also, um, uh, it is easier in Florida to buy an AR-15 than it is a handgun. Yep. Did you know that, folks? I, I, mm-hmm. I, did. uh, I didn't I, until to buy an I, I didn't AR-15 until yesterday. Sudafed. Uh, Sudafed. Yeah. Thank you. There. There. Oh, damn it. And and here's one thing I I, I want to say real quick too is I hate being at the point where we have to trust every that every gun hoarder out there is is a good guy with a gun until he snaps and becomes a bad guy with a gun. We all have to trust that none of these people who all have one thing in common and that's AR15s that they all have one yeah. thing in common that they're not going to turn into the next one, the next butcher. They're they're just, you know, it, it's like I've seen people go, you know, and, and they see a bear in the woods and the bear's like, oh, I just want to give you a high five and you'll give me a peanut butter sandwich and we'll be friends for five minutes and then I'll wander off and you'll get in your SUV and you leave. Then there's Grizzly Man who ends up inside the fucking in- intestines of the bear. <laughs> you know? I mean, this is what it is. It's like, you know, I'm not trying to smear grizzly bears, but I'm saying you're all fucking dangerous. And every person who owns an AR-15 has one thing in common. They fantasize about hunting humans. There's no other fucking reason for you to have that gun. I had some guy tell me, well, venison tastes great. And I was like, oh, yeah, it does taste great. And I, it, how do you think venison was, was killed, you know, how deer were killed before the AR-15? How do you think Native Americans did it? With one bullet, by the way. I'm going to go there. One bullet. It's one bullet. If you're one a bullet. hunter going after deer. One arrow. One fucking bullet or an arrow or whatever. It's not yeah, a know, fucking AR-15. You're not putting but, 30 slugs into it. You couldn't eat it. Exactly. So, so yeah. So, I, I yeah, it, it's, it's infuriating. So, all right. So, uh, when we come back, um, we're going to, uh, uh, I want to play a short clip um, from, unfortunately, Essie Cup. We've, she's gotten on my bad side again. Every once in a while, uh, yo, I, I, cause I forgot something about SE cup and now I know, uh, going forward, nothing that comes out of her mouth will ever be played on this show. If she decides to act like she's a good person at some point, she's an atheist too. She's a conservative atheist. And to her, I say, why they don't like you. They don't like you at all. Somebody's texting the shit out of me right now. Um, so, uh, but anyway, we we got to go to the break. Bobber, we should probably play one of your songs um, uh, on this break. Uh, do you, is there anything you would uh, like to hear in particular right now? Hmm. I can't think of anything that's appropriate to our discussion. Coming undone? <laughs> <laughs> 
that kind of, of uh, yeah, maybe, sure. <laughs> All right, we'll play coming undone. It's kind of long, but don't worry, we'll we'll uh, we'll deal with it because uh, we got Resistor Sisters coming up at uh, ten fifteen tonight. Brand oh. new episode, so don't forget about that. But yeah, so we're gonna run a, uh, maybe a few minutes over tonight. Uh, but uh, don't worry, we got Mad Libs coming. Uh, we're gonna wrap up this conversation about uh, what happened in Florida. We barely got to talk about the new new affair. I guess we're gonna have to wait for more stuff to come out on that. Yeah. Well, ooh, I don't want to think about more stuff coming out on a Trump affair. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear about who Trump. Uh, yeah. Ooh. All right, we got to clean this place up on the break. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, lots more turn up. Well, one more segment of turn up the night right after this. We'll be right back. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. Mm-hmm. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay Shit! 
Brady. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Washington, D.C. once again. And no thank you, St. Peter's. Boris chuckled gleefully. <laughs> All right. Fuck you, Boris. <sighs> okay. So, uh, fuck you, Boris. Fuck you, Boris. You fucking fuck. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, a laugh before we get into things here. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, we're, we're gonna wrap things up, uh, pretty quick, but I, I do want to say this. There was, um, this was a, a hopeful sign. There was a vigil in, uh, Parkland, Florida, uh, last night or the night before, I don't recall. Um, but, uh, this chant erupted. No more guns! So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. No more guns. Um, you know, I know it's not that simple that you can't just wish away guns, make them go away. There, uh, you know, and and really, um, what to to what what needs to happen is there needs to be you know everybody talks about the blue wave. There needs to be an anti NRA wave. There needs to be. Yes. A huge, huge blow to uh, candidates who have received money from the NRA uh, because they have so much of it and they keep spending and paying and demonizing people who want common sense, common sense legislation, who want common sense control, who, you know, don't want, you know, military grade weapons. Weapons that are designed for nothing more than killing a large group of people. You can't tell me that, I mean, well, you know, well, I use my AR-15 for hunting. Well, you know what? A lot of other people use muskets for hunting and bows and arrows and, you know, rifles that you put one bullet in and you reload it, you know, or it has a, a few or, you know, you have to, you, you know, pump it or cock it or whatever, you know. Um, not something you can put a bump stock on and, um, and, you know, slaughter huge groups of people. That's what these guns are designed for. One purpose, one purpose, killing large groups of people. You know, we've populated the, the this country so well as humans. I don't think you need an AR-15 
to kill a hundred bears rushing you or a hundred wolves or, you know, but if you, Hey, if you're in, if you're in rural BFE and there's like, they're just animals coming at you from every direction, constantly threatening your way of life, which doesn't happen at all. Okay. <laughs> you know, Hordes of zombie beavers, you know, running yeah. at your door. Zombievers. That's a real movie, actually, <laughs> by the way. Oh, no. there, is a, there is a movie called Zombievers. Um, yeah, cock it. Really? Thank you. Scooter, say, <laughs> Scooter Can says cock it. I said pump it. He said cock it. Um, cock so, it. <laughs> potato, but potato. To get to your <laughs> bigger point, it is time to... I've said this. I've said this on my Facebook account. Just... Any fucking person who is in office who took any money from the NRA, when their ballot comes up in their district, people need to vote them out. Yeah. Period. They do. Full they stop. Do. So, um, all right. So, so this is Stephanie Rule. We uh, uh, Stephanie Rule is, is becoming a superstar on cable, at least in uh, for decent human beings. You know, you have Laura, Laura Ingram over on Fox News, um, who's going to make <laughs> like what did Chris Lavoie always said is going to make some guy's life really long. Um, so, but Stephanie Rule, <laughs> brilliant mind, <laughs> Stephanie Rule, brilliant mind. And she did this rundown. And Susan, I, I showed Susan this uh, last night. And. You know, she's not, she doesn't marinate in this stuff like I do. Well, with Resistor Sister, she's getting there. Um, but uh, she didn't know these numbers. I didn't know these numbers, you know, like, you know, by heart or anything. But I knew that all these people were in the pocket of the NRA. Stephanie Rule uh, goes after, she, she fairly reads the tweets of all these people who say, our thoughts and prayers go out to the victims. And then she, um, side by side, says, this is how much money they got from the NRA. So here you go. As with most tragedies, of course, we're hearing from lawmakers. And this time it's no different. Louisiana Republican Senator Bill Cassidy tweeted his sympathy and prayers, saying his heart goes out to the victims and their families. But for fact's sake. According to the Nonpartisan Center for Responsive for Politics, <laughs> the NRA spent more than $2.8 million on Cassidy throughout his career. That includes campaign funding and ads attacking his opponents. Ohio Republican Senator Rob Portman tweeted about the heartbreaking news, sending his prayers. Prayers are important. Portman also has benefited from $3 million in support from the National Rifle Association. Three million. Iowa Republican Joni Ernst asked her followers to join in prayer for those at school and thanked first responders. And those first responders do deserve thanks. Best at the NRA, they boosted Ernst's election efforts to the tune of $3.1 million. Florida Senator Marco Rubio, who sought the Republican Bill nomination Bill. for president in 2016 and spent the day tweeting updates, called it a terrible day you pray never comes. His campaign benefited from $3.3 million in funding and opposition attacks, thanks to the National Rifle Association. Colorado Senator Cory Gardner tweeted his heartbreak for the situation and prayers for the first responders. 
But the $3.9 million of NRA funds have been spent to boost his campaign and attack his opponents. Arizona Republican and a great American, John McCain, tweeted his prayers just a short time ago. Well, the National Rifle Association has spent more than $7.7 million on John McCain, the most of any lawmaker by far. Florida Governor Rick Scott ordered flags to be lowered to half-staff, calling the shooting a senseless tragedy. Scott, who is up for re-election this year, he enjoys an A-plus rating from the National Rifle Association. Vice President Mike Pence, he tweeted about heartache and prayers in the wake of the shooting. He's got an A rating with the NRA and enacted a number of laws as governor of Indiana, including legislation allowing firearms to be kept in vehicles on school property. President Trump tweeted his prayers, adding, no child, teacher, or anyone else should ever feel unsafe in an American school. Well, the NRA spent more than $21 million supporting President Trump in his 2016 election. Almost $10 million in ads and other pro-Trump material and $12 million bucks attacking Hillary Clinton. The thoughts and prayers are with the victims. The dollars and cents are another story. God damn it. I, I want to give her an amen, but... God damn it! Um, God damn it to those bastards and amen to Stephanie Rule for amen. pointing it out. Amen! And uh, uh, what it, Susan was like, well, how much money, you know, because, you know, again, she, she was like, well, what about Rick Scott and Mike Pence? What, how much money did they give them? Here's the thing. It's about national legislation. They don't give money to governors like they do uh, people in Congress and in the Senate. They'll say, oh, well, you know, maybe someday if you get there, Chucky, we'll give you, a, you know, some scratch. But if you're a governor of a state, they're not going to give you that much money. Um, well, to be honest with you, though, there, a lot of these really, really slack gun laws like are, are, are state gun laws. Oh, yeah, like stay in your ground. Yeah, Texas, stay in your ground. You know, True. I mean, in in, uh, in Georgia, uh, you know, they have like the, the the trains, the metro kind of trains, the subway yeah. type trains. And, you know, you'll get in trouble for carrying a drink on there, but carrying a gun is okay. Sure. Yeah. You know, don't smoke a cigarette in the terminal. You know, you get, you get a ticket. Um, but, yeah, it, it's insane. So, um, now, I was going to play... Um, some audio, but I've, I've decided against it just because we're short on time. And honestly, I don't want to hear, uh, her, but SE cup basically took to her show on headline news, CNN headline news. Uh, you know, I think she, she mounted her. That's where she plopped. That's where she plopped down. I think maybe she has Nancy Grace's old slot. Um, (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Nancy Grace's old slot. I did not mean to come out that way. Um, so, um, I'm a I apologize. I'm I apologize. saying it's okay. That's not cool. Um, so, uh, so right now I'm, I'm deleting the clips because basically SE cup, you know, she was like, look, I have an opinion show, but all these so-called journalists who go on and they try and say that, oh, well, the NRA is to blame. They don't have any business doing that because they're not giving you the news when they talk about this. And she basically attacks, she attacks she attacks Stephanie Rule. She didn't say her name, 
but she she mentioned the piece in in a roundabout I think way. Pop is presenting herself as a journalist, correct? No, she's she's presenting herself as an opinion show. And and she and she basically said she said that people like Stephanie Rule and you know you know activist journalism is what she referred to, um, you know people who who want to see common sense gun gun control, right? Well, and she's like, you these people need to stop talking about it. They don't get to talk about this. Well, I want to play you a little clip from 2015. This is Essie Cup, and um, it's only 25 seconds long. I know where all the freedom lovers are today. I am truly honored to speak to you with all of these other Second Amendment supporters who fight in their own way every day for your and my right to defend ourselves, to enjoy our favorite pastimes, and to Killing exercise people. our constitutional authority. All right, that was an NRA speech uh, she gave in 2015. If you hadn't sussed that one out. Uh, yeah, um, so so I, I played... Um, I played. Uh, I, I was a, a, a fair amount of that speech last night, and Susan listened to some of it too. And she was she was going off on all these tangents and lies, and you know, going after Joe Biden for saying you know you know shoot a shotgun in the air uh, to scare people off your property and stuff like that, and then just coming up with all kinds of horrible, crazy lies about other legislators in different states that said something a little kooky, and you know, but no, we just need AR-15s. We just you know. Um, so, okay. So somebody who's in the pocket of the NRA says to people who are not in the pocket of NRA, they're not allowed to talk about, allowed to talk about gun control. You know, that's, that's a, uh, a cool story. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Do you have time? I really don't want to hear it again, actually. Uh, so yeah. So Essie Cup, you can fuck right off. And I think uh, Seuss was right. What regarding what? What you just said. I I, I know I just threw you off. Let's no, continue no, on. I'm sorry. Uh, well, um, uh, no, uh, but uh, uh, SC Cup. I think I think Seuss was right. Let's move on. No, Did I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember what I said. That Sue. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I lost. I, I lost it. I, I just kind of was forging ahead there. But uh, yeah, Susan is right a lot, and uh, she will tell you that, and she will also tell you that I'm wrong a lot, and I will admit <laughs> that I'm wrong as well. No, AC so, Cup is. She is wrong, and she is dumb, and she is misinformed. And, um, and she's in the tank for the NRA. Yes, she is. You don't get to tell other and people. Once you accept a check or give a speech or whatever to the the death cult of the NRA, you don't get to fucking tell anybody else what to talk, how to talk about this issue. Yes. You're yes. done. You're done. And I'm hoping next Tuesday we can talk about how the NRA funded... The junior ROTC well, actually, at I'm okay. High School. Uh, yeah, the, actually, we, we should. Yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing that up right now because that's something else the NRA spent money on is they funded and supported 
training for the latest NRA butcher poster boy in Parkland, Florida. Yeah. Their latest poster boy. They he he participated in a junior ROTC program, right? JROTC. Yes. I, I think it stands for junior. I don't junior know. Junior ROTC, by the way, is yeah. a um, congressional funded program. And of course, uh, the NRA gave money. Uh, what was it like? Ten grand. Yeah, it was over ten grand to this school. To train this this kid who was a great shot, they said. It wasn't just this kid. It was the other kids. It was was all the kids in this program. Understood, yeah. However, this fucking murderer happened to be a part of that program. Yeah. Just like the Sandy Hook uh, uh, butcher, um, his mom was a good NRA mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they did NRA courses. Well, she wasn't a member. She wasn't a member. Oh, but she just went to NRA-approved courses. Okay. Okay. You 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 only just taught them how to kill. You just didn't take the membership dues. You fucking butchers. Oh, I hate these people so much. <laughs> if you hadn't guessed. So anyway, um, uh, Sharp turned into Mad Libs, everybody. <laughs> Watch out. Don't flip. We're doing... Yeah. We're doing like a Tron yeah, we, turn. We're up, we're up at two wheels. Yeah, five we're doing. We're, we're doing a Tron turn into this. Uh, so anyway, sorry. We we got to save the day with madness. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get mad, libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Okay, we got to do these quick because uh, Resistor Sisters is coming up. And um, what a bunch of news happened between uh, Wednesday and today. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking God, this is our reality. But Jody Hamilton was on um, Resistor Sisters this week. She was awesome. And she's great. She's great. So, um, and I'm sure, I I think Hottie was probably pretty happy she got to meet Jody that that was very fun. I think so too. So, all right, let's go. Um, let's go reverse alphabetical order. Rain a part of the body. Oh God. Okay. Just go dirty. Trump's- we'll end dirty. No, wait, wait. I got it. Okay. Trump's tit. Trump. Trump's tit. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Joe, part of the body plural. Uh, lips. Lips. I don't uh, care. Yeah, never mind. Not Trump lips. <laughs> <laughs> no adjective, just Pen- just the noun. Pence lips. Uh Bobber, <laughs> verb ending in ing. Um, teabagging. Oh, classic. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, okay. Um, Rain, a uh, female conservative. Oh, conservative. We just heard one. Yeah. Let's go with that one that we heard. Essie Cup? Yeah. Okay. See, I just throw them out of my head. Let's go with 
Let's go with a C cup. All right, there we go. Uh, Joe, I need an adverb, sir. Willingly. Willingly. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Un- uh, no, unwittingly. <laughs> so that would be. Uh, or if, if there's another adverb, it'll be unwittingly. I'll just write it in. Uh, uh, okay, just, yeah. Uh, let me see. No, there is. Uh, anyway, uh, Bobber, a number. 69. 69. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Rain of verb. Running. Run? Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Um, God damn it. I can't do that. It's all right. Joe. Oh, lucky, lucky. Another number. Um... 45. 45. Ooh. Like a RPM. Uh, and uh, Bobber. Oh, here you go. Der Braumeister might have an answer for this. Type of liquid. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, I, I could say beer, but I, I think since we're, we're, you know, we're getting nasty, I'm going to go with jizz. Jizz. Are, oh my god, I just read that. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> rain. I could have I said Santorum. I mean, would that make it better? No, no. Yeah, both. both it's it's going to be good. Don't worry. Uh, rain, part of the body, plural. Um. Jizzes? No, that's. <laughs> um, what makes jizzes? <laughs> okay. Um, part of the body, plural. Oh, See, I love jizz so much. Um, <laughs> see, I love my man. Part of the body. It doesn't even have to be factual. You don't have to say like earlobes or buttocks. It could be any. You could say, you know, heads. You know, you don't have to say like it, it doesn't have to be anatomically correct. If there's only one on a body, it could be multiple. Like torsos, whatever. All right, I'm gonna go with tits. Tits, it is. Uh, we get Trump tits and tits tonight. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> I have a fascination right now. Oh, I like tater Excellent. tits myself. That's right. Tater tits. Tater tits. Mm-hmm. I reckon you can make me some French fried tater tits. Uh, <laughs> all right, Joe, an animal. Zombiever has already been used. <laughs> I decided to put that Weasel. one in. Weasel. Weasel. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's actually funny. Um, uh, Bob, Bobber, part of the body. Part of the body. Hmm. I guess I gotta go with the balls. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, rain, an animal. An animal? Mm-hmm. Oh, can we go with the American bull sack? <laughs> the American bull's eagle? Let's go with that, too. Because I've heard that... Yeah, let's go with the American bull's eagle. Okay, I'm going to spell B-A-W-L-Z eagle. <laughs> Uh, 
These okay. nuts. <laughs> These nuts. That's what the bull seagull eats. Joe. Uh, Joe. The first <laughs> first name of a conservative. Jackass. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh. Uh, uh, first name of conservative. Uh, William. William. Okay. And last but not least, uh, Bobber, you get the final one. Another number. Another number. Um, pie. Pie. <laughs> okay. So, so pie it is. All right. Here we go, everybody. Here's our two Mad Libs. These come to us from um, Unicorns, Mermaids, and Mad Libs. Very fun. Very fun, everybody. Fun for the whole family, unless uh, you're a child, and then that's traumatizing after what we've done here. This one is Mythical Monsters in History. This is a list of different mythical monsters. Medusa was a burger with hideous trump tits and venomous zombievers. Four hair. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. She, oh, man. Oh, man. She, she had venomous zombievers for hair. Uh, according according to raw sewage mythology, looking into Medusa's lips could turn you <laughs> turn you to indictment. <laughs> All right. I could have. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying this not right, but Arachne, I believe it's Arachne, was born a flaccid human woman with no with nothing extra evil about her, aside for her talent for teabagging. <laughs> I think that's a good uh, talent to have. It's a talent. It's a talent. After winning a turd against the goddess Essie Cup, Arachne was turned <laughs> into a squirrel. So. Oh, nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I forgot actually to add uh, an animal name into there, so I just added squirrel. Because <laughs> I was like, it turned into a squirrel. So <laughs> that was my contribution. The Loch Ness Red Envelope is a famous puke beast living in a Scottish lake. Nessie, as the creature has been willingly nicknamed. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly appeared on satellite noodles as recently as 69 years ago. All right. Here we go. This uh, is our second one. We got to wrap it up real quick. Lake Monsters of North America. Why run all the way to prison? <laughs> Why run all the way to prison when there are uh, bag monsters right here at home? Between the United Asshole and Canada. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Between the United Assholes and Canada, North America is home to uh, more than 45 lake and river monsters like, like giant jizz serpents. <laughs> I hate them. Croc oh, yeah. Croc the water is so cloudy. Yeah, and and they oh, get in boy. your coffee too. Oh, latte! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were taking specimens of male semen 
and they were putting it in the blends of their their uh, latte. Latte. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so yes, it, it like giant jizz serpents, crocodilian shackles, and maggot-like fish with rotten necks and webbed tits. <laughs> That's painful. That's got to be painful. Well, it could be convenient for keeping the rain off I'll your tummy. I'll tell you what, I'm a woman. That is painful. <laughs> it would have to be. Ontario was once home to... Uh, Mishipishu, an underwater weasel with cat-like balls and claws. <laughs> I hate underwater weasels. And but with cat-like balls and claws. Um, <laughs> yeah. And British Columbia is still home to Ogopogo, a plastic-backed creature with a uh, with a bearded American balls eagle head. <laughs> but but Canada's favorite just might be William which has been described as looking somewhat like a pie-eyed Loch Ness monster. There you go, folks. Those are the those are the jokes, folks. We got uh, semen monsters and latte. Uh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> latte. Yeah, so, uh, all right. I'll tell you what. Every mm. one of them is because of Russian interference. Well, and uh, also the United Assholes of America as well. Yes. So, <laughs> the UAA. <laughs> <laughs> the reunion now. We're getting the band back together. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Speaking of getting the band back together, uh, tomorrow, Bobber, uh, we're going to be, hopefully, if everything goes well, and I know I haven't sent a message out, but the plan is we're going to pre pre-tape our big uh, musician roundtable special uh, with uh, Justin and Clinster, which should be fun. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Uh, but, Bobber, uh, what do you got? Uh, parting shot on the way out uh, other than that and jizz monsters. <laughs> it's been kind of a yin-yang kind of day for me. Um, of course, there's the joy of the, the indictments. Yeah, uh, t tempered, tempered with my desire to just say fuck you to anybody who comes up with lame excuses for why we can't do something about gun violence. So, yeah. I that, that's that's my parting shot. You know, anyone that 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 wants to come up with a lame excuse, fuck you. you I know, agree. Just fuck you. I agree. And uh, uh, the biggest lame excuser. Hey Trump, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very good, Bobber. All right, Joe, what do you got on the way out of the program, sir? Well, first of all, uh, Rick Scott, uh, you bastard. Fire Marshal Bill. Uh, yeah, uh, Voldemort. He, um, he called for Chris Ray, the director of the FBI to, uh, to resign today because the FBI dropped the ball on, uh, you know the tip the tip line about the shooter mm. um that's rich right this man who thinks you know students should have guns this guy who uh who belongs to a party who who sold their soul to the nra mm -hmm. is calling for chris ray's resignation only because he wants chris ray out of the way sure 
Not because he cares about anything. Well, maybe Trump shouldn't have fired Comey if they're so worried about the FBI not being able to do their job correctly. Yeah, maybe, you know. Um, but, you know, I thought that, you know, Rick Scott, go back to, you know, ripping off Medicare patients. Oh, that's where you right. Came from. Yeah. Yeah. And this week uh, on the Tim Cormall show, we will be uh, the, the the clown car exclusively got a, their hands on the menu for this new food stamp program. So we'll be uh, going over that. Oh, very good, very good. I look forward to it. And of course, uh, um, well, I'll be listening to that on the evening broadcast at ten fifteen p.m. Eastern, right after Turn Up the Night this coming Tuesday. And, of course, go to timcormel.com and subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, Rain, you've got the, the final word on the program tonight. My final word has something to do with what um, Joe just talked about. Cool. The FBI did not pick up on the alert warnings that were called into the local FBI office. And... And it wasn't, here's the thing, here's the thing. I'm so irritated about this. Um, So somebody called in to the local regional FBI office in Parkland area. And that never got to the regional office. Field office. It was a field office. Field office in Miami. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to hear that Chris Ray needs to be fired. No. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear that the guy from the field office should be fired for not paying attention to the phone call that was called in. Yeah. Well, Rain, I'll tell you what. We absolutely have to wrap it up right now. But everybody, uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Please stick around for Resistor Sisters. This is it. Bye-bye. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Horace chuckled gleefully. (laughs) 